back to the Dynasty Alphas podcast. Tornado version. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, welcome back to the Dynasty Alphas podcast. You're listening in with your host, Tony Langer, and co-host Tony Lennox. Just singular, no birds. Yes, I, I almost like... I almost just said co-host Alex Burback, and then I was like, that's well, not correct. You, you might have heard him there, but that's that was for... Oh, let me look up the date. Because whenever Burbs is in here, we don't have the music. Mm-mm. Unfortunately. Yeah, that was from May 2022. Wow. NFL Draft Recap. Throwback. So, wow. Yep. Wow, but yeah, Burbs is... Tornado something? Tornado uh, version. Tornado I don't know, version. I don't know what he was doing. Uh, but yeah, Burbs is out this week. He's got the vid. Yeah, he's got um, the vid. It's been tough getting the alphas together lately. I feel like I think like three of the last four have been only two of us. Yeah, like it was. I've been here though. Yeah, you've no, been here. No days off. Yeah, no, no days off. The only off. alpha that wants to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully ready to go last week, and then me and Caitlin, as a team, decided probably not the best move, and it turned uh-huh. out pretty good because. Uh-huh. As soon as we checked into the hospital, I got a text from Burbank that was like, just finished the pod. And I was like, all right, good, <laughs> good yeah. thing I wasn't there. But yeah. yeah. You would have um, been like RG3 running out. Oh, yeah. I would have been sprinting. But um, no, it's uh, – I, obviously, I was out. Uh, had mm. a had a child last Wednesday morning at 3.37 a.m. So uh, – Congrats. Brightener, thank yep. you. Thank yep. you. Congrats. Thank you. Daddy. That's yes. I'll refer to you all episode. Perfect. Love it. Um, <laughs> also, I uh, got a shout-out. I feel like we never even did this, but shout out Rich for having a kid. Mm-hmm. Nice work, Rich. Let's go. Certified sex haver. Good job, man. Yep. Uh, and shout out Jess. Jess, yeah. had, Jess, had, Jess and Jenna had their you baby. You guys just having sex once. Yep. Like twice in your case. Twice. I am a two-time two time certified. Yeah, you got trophies. I do. Yeah, <laughs> sex <they're>, trophies. <laughs> they're lining the walls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Dynasty <laughs> trophies or sex trophies? <laughs> More sex trophies than dice trophies. <laughs> One takes a lot more work. I'll tell you that much. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Some of us take a Brett. Some of us, you know, well, you 10 know, seconds not, later. Not everybody's a Brett. Yeah, I have a niece. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, congrats, boys. Uh, good work. Good luck raising kids. Um, yeah, two-time dad here. So we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. But uh, yeah, Burbs out with the vid. So me and Lennox are taking care of this one tonight. We got a week seven review. Yeah, get better, Burbs. So much news. So many stupid injuries. Mm-hmm. Like I have like 30 bullet points of like just random injuries and news. And we're just going to have to run through it quick. Yeah, we'll uh, go through those quick. We're starting later tonight than usual because uh, Caitlin can't put down two kids by herself. And I don't blame her. That is tough. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, doing this after Luca went down, but all right. And this is a high class episode. High class episode. You won't hear any beers cracking. No, you might hear some glass. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, ice in the glass. You hear that, you hear that boys? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good nice pod sound. right there. <laughs> it's a nice sound. Um, anyways, skin to the news. Gotta, gotta talk about Kyler cause he, that mm. he is back at practice at least not yet in the games, but they opened his, uh, Practice window last Wednesday, I believe. So right after you guys potted. It's going to be soon. Yep. So he was limited all last week. He practiced in full today. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I still don't think he'll play this week. Um, just based on like what they've been saying, I guess, for his timeline. And he was like practicing with like the, the backups today. So I don't, I don't think he'll be playing this week. Mm-hmm. But either way, in the next couple of weeks, Kyle will be back. Thank God. It'll be nice to have two quarterbacks in that league for me now. What's your expectations rest of the season, I guess? Because you're not competing. You don't really care if he does much. No. 
Well, I would love to see him do a lot because then his, okay. his value would go up. But I don't like expect. Yeah. I'm not like holding him to very high standards necessarily because mm-hmm. ACLs are not to mess with. But I mean, I I feel like he could be a top easy top fifteen quarterback rest of season just because I think he's good. Like I like not even rushing. Like I think he's a good passer in general yeah. too. So like I he is. I don't know. I think he'll be top fifteen for sure. Which I mean, that's not that high of a bar. Um, but I mean, he has a ton of upside. Like, if he's just back, like he has top five upside. He's Kyler Murray, who was always a top five quarterback when he's healthy. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I I mean, he's in a, he's in a new system, but Josh Dobbs has looked good in the That's system. That's good though. Yes, Cliff Kingsbury sucked. Yes, he doesn't he have people worst. just out there running route bushes. Oh, those dude DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out out. Um, but he yeah, no. racked him up though. He, he did. Yeah, he did. But no, I'm I'm psyched to get Kyler back. It'll be fun to have him. Him and Stroud in my lineup after I had no quarterbacks last week against Burbs. Still, still, I, still I almost down. beat him. I mean, I didn't almost because Hawk and Addison both went off. But, like, I thought going into that night that I could have beaten him because I was up 25 and he had those two. And I was like, Burbs, if I beat you without a quarterback <laughs> and you're competing. And you're the dynasty alpha. I am going to annihilate yeah. you. Then but, Addison just did that himself. Yeah, so. he did. But, um, but no, with, I mean, with Kyler back, Hollywood should get a bump here, Woo, too. Please. Uh, Definitely just, like, at worst, a mid-wide receiver, two. I would assume. Um, and you should be able to play him with confidence. Like, I, I assume you have him in both leagues right mm-hmm. now. I'm assuming you're not, like, thrilled when you put him in your lineup necessarily. No, I mean, the first half of the year, I I just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, a top 20, top 15 guy. Nothing crazy, but it was just a bunch of, I don't know, 15-point weeks back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. And then I was like, all right, I'll start playing him. And he's like a little worth like some eight and nine point weeks. I don't yeah. think he's gone double digits since I played him, which is cool. Thanks, Hollywood. Of course. Um, but yeah, with Kyler back, it should be wheels up. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Michael Wilson too. I don't got him, but I like him. I let's think go. he should uh, just get better opportunities. Like Kyler's better than Josh Dobbs. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Tyreek Hill mispracticed today with a hip injury. Yeah. There was like a lot of speculation going around, a lot of a lot of nerves around this one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like Wednesdays, a lot of the time, like veteran rest days. This one apparently doesn't seem like a vet rest day. Uh, I saw some like Twitter docs breaking down like the play that thought he got like hurt t- on. Twitter docs, okay. What are they were they were saying they like they found the play and he like looked a little gimpy afterwards. But then he like came back into the game and finished it. They didn't mm-hmm. seem like too concerned about it. At he does all. that a lot. Yeah, he like does. He I've I've owned him over the years, and he'll limp around and still burn guys yeah. on routes. Exactly. So like I don't I don't know like if it like like Jamar Chase last year he had a hip injury and he finished the game and then he missed four weeks with like a torn labrum or whatever like what? they comp- the doctors compared like the video of that one and the video of Tyreek's and like okay. Jamar Chase's was like. You could tell that it was, like, much, like, more significant because, like, a guy – it was, like, on a touchdown catch, actually. It was sick. But a guy was, like, on his back. You could, like, tell when he planted it, like, it, like, jammed. And he mm-hmm. went down. But, like um, – anyway, he finished the game and he still missed four weeks after that. So, like, well, maybe this is bad That's for terrifying. Uh, that's terrifying. Yeah. But this is just one to watch as the week goes. Um, people are mainly hanging on to, like, Tua's comments about, like, if he's out, like, people have to step up. But it's, like, yeah. I mean, that's – I mean, I don't, I don't know if that needs, like, that much analysis because it's, like, of course, if – if just, anybody's out, yeah. like if, if any top player's out, people are going to have to step out. Just know. be healthy for the playoffs. Be healthy for the playoffs. Please. Uh, Raheem Mostert, another Dolphin, missed uh, practice day with an ankle injury. I I feel like this one's just a bed rest day. Like He's missed a few Wednesdays this this year already, so I'm not. I'm this not is why concerned. you get every Dolphins running back, whoever they pick up, pick, Adam. I don't care. 
Chris how, Brooks. Yeah, how funny I, is it that he's on IR? Of course, everybody. Pick up the next one. Wilson started the season IR. A-Chan, IR. <laughs> Chris Brooks, IR. Yeah. Mostert, now her. <laughs> Salvinam and missed time with a groin yeah. injury. You <laughs> pick them all up because all of them can be sick. Oh, my God. Uh, TJ Hawkinson missed practice day with a foot injury. This happened on Monday night. Uh, I think it was in, like, the fourth quarter. And I saw some worry mm-hmm. about it, like, right when it happened. But then he came back into the game and he was fine. So, I don't know. This, this one could just be, like, a... They're being cautious with him. I'm not I'm not too concerned about it. But yeah, as long as there's no setbacks. Yeah, and it's not like he's explosive anyway. So I mean, he can with one foot, he can just walk out there you three yards him. and catch you love it. Him. You know you love him. <laughs> All those fancy points he's scoring for you, you love that. God, guy. dude. Oh, he's a Viking. He's such a pain in the ass because like, I, I, we don't need to get into Hawkinson, but like, he's just like a target vacuum, which I love. Mm-hmm. But it bothers me so much that he can't you just do like, put a bag over anything. his head. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You still want to bang him, but like you just want to. Yeah, sure. You want those targets? <laughs> sure, sure. It was so funny. I was watching with Caitlin on Monday night, <laughs> and he caught a pass and he got up and he's like, <gasps> Caitlin was like, "Who the hell is that? He's hideous." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. He's like the ugliest guy I've ever seen in my life." Like, he's disgusting looking. Yeah, he's but, a Viking. Uh, he's a true Viking. Yeah, like that hair is terrible. Like that man getting off a ship and raiding your village. Like, <laughs> my God. God. Pillaging you. Yeah. Um, uh, Alvin you love him. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Alvin Kamara mispracticed with an illness. Uh, I mean, I'm not that concerned about that. Too many receptions. That's too Yes. That's a <laughs> yeah. uh, Aaron Jones mispracticed today. The coaches didn't seem too concerned. Hammy. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. They just said he was a little sore today. So, I mean, it's just been a lost season for Aaron Jones, which absolutely sucks. Because, like, week one comes out, is yeah. the RB1 on the week. Looked awesome. Hurts his hammy on a, like, 58-yard touchdown catch. And mm. then it's just like, okay, well, season's over for you. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not playing him again. I've gotten burned twice now by putting him in the lineup when he's, health, when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. And he gets one point and then, like, nine points. I'm not playing him again until he... Has his back week, yes, yeah. plays and like gets his normal like amount of snaps and carries and targets and everything, and then I'll like play him with confidence the rest of the year because he's awesome. But yeah. until then, I'm not. If you got another there. option, yes, true. Yeah, if you don't have another option, then roll start him up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Darren Waller was limited today with a hammy injury. I, I don't know. I mean, he, whatever. He's always hurt with a hammy injury, I and mean, he was limited earlier this year with a hammy. We'll see if this is the same thing. If it's a new thing, I. I don't know. You just got to hope Daniel Jones is still hurt. For the Waller fan. <laughs> right. He said he's still not clear for contact. So. Okay. So he could be out again. Um, you want to ride. Yeah. I saw Ryan tweet today that he could be starting Mac Jones and Tyson Bad- Bajant in the... T-bag. Yeah. yeah in, the, in the premium league where he's competing. Savage. Um, Get a dub with those two. That's a legendary week right there. God. Uh, Brock Purdy has a concussion. It looks like he'll miss this week's game. Uh, we got the notification that it was like kind of late onset symptoms on the plane back from Minnesota on Monday night. So people just never clear the concussion protocol within the, the same week. So he's going to be out, I would assume, like with 99% confidence. Um, so Sammy D, Sam Darnold will be starting here. I wish Birdback was on for this one. I... I feel like Sam Darnold's going to come in and have, like, two rushing touchdowns. Like, I just, like, feel it. Uh-huh. That's like, what he did on the Panthers. It's probably the start of, like, the 2021 season that's just, like, etched in my brain where he had, like, six through, like, four games. And it was, like, the QB5 on the year. Mm. I mean, for the Brock Purdy haters, you probably want Sam Darnold to come out and just look great, mm. right? So mm-hmm. it's like, it it, it could have been anybody. Oh, Purdy's yeah. Purd bum. Oh, yeah. I don't know why Burbeck always just like lays into me about being a Brock Purdy hater when like Ryan is definitely I think Ryan's you don't a big, like him. 
Yeah, I got I got roped like in with the Trey Lance stuff. Yeah. I maybe would have been a priority yeah. lover, but then I just I had to pick a side yeah. and I picked the wrong one. Well, I definitely didn't like him at first, and then I was like indifferent on him, and I was like, yeah, he's better than Trey Lance for like all off season. But Burback just keeps like saying yeah. that I hate I mean, him. Burbank's so I'm just leaning. Jesse's the Iowa State guy. Hottie doesn't like him. I know. I remember like those. Hottie hates the Purdy fanboys. That's what he said. Okay, he so he doesn't hate Purdy himself. Yes, at least that, that was my understanding. Hottie can correct that. Maybe he does hate Purdy because he well, also had trailers. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, the Chiefs traded for Michael Hardman last week in a late round pick swap. Hey, welcome uh, back. I don't care. How many firsts, Chad? How many firsts? Is he on the block? <laughs> I think uh, I think he lost the bidding. That's right. Who? I think Hottie has him. him. I know. I know. Should have never dropped him. Uh, Justin Fields is already considered doubtful for Sunday night's game. Uh, it came out yesterday already, so I mean, I I just don't really think he's going to be back for a few weeks. Like I'm I'm surprised I didn't put him on IR. Honestly, like, he can't hold a football. Like I don't know what what they think's going to happen here. Well, he's a running back; he doesn't have to throw. Fair. I mean, I I think the Bears probably want him back because Badgen's going to win too many games with Fields out. They need Fields in so they can lose. <laughs> That's- that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I, math checks out. I saw a Bleacher Report quote that he really thinks he's going to play week nine, but that's an unreliable narrator. It's, that's I really don't like. believe him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he might think so. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to He's QB 13 on keep trade cut. That is way too high. Above um, Kyler? No, no, Kyler actually jumped him now. There you go. As soon as the practice window opened, Kyler started going Badge in ahead of him? There's a cavern between QB 10 and 11, though. Uh, Badgent is not ahead of him. Not yet. Badgent. Where's Badgent? Oh, God. 40. Right above DTR. Oh, get him up. He's yep. above DTR, people. Come on. He's behind Hendon Hooker, who will literally never start a game in the NFL. So I don't know what we're <laughs> doing here. Um, uh, Dawson Knox needs wrist surgery, and that timeline is unclear for when he's going to be able to return. Kincaid time. Yep, this comes after Kincaid's best game, too. Eight for 75 on eight targets, so that was awesome to see. Um, he should get all the opportunity now to blow up in this offense. So I, He's talented. He's ultra-talented. Super disappointing start, but he was just rookie tight end. Like I don't know. That's yeah, just he, what I kept telling myself. He's more of the classic rookie mm-hmm. tight end where it took a little bit there. Mm-hmm. We were spoiled with Laporta. Mm-hmm. It looked like Musgrave was going to yep. be on a hotter start than he kind of ended up having. Yep. And even Mayer started to break out a little bit before Kincaid. It was, it was yep. like, what's going on? But, no, it looks like he could uh, have a great opportunity here. And Josh Allen's pissed. Like, they're losing games. They got to do something to move the ball. Their offense isn't working. Yeah. Nothing's working. So he might get more involved as they try to figure something out. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, Jerome Ford is a low-grade high ankle sprain, according to the report that I saw. So that'll sideline him for a week or two. Um, they said he's not going on IR, so I – I guess they're confident in that timeline. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just annoyed because this could bail Burbs out on Jerome Ford not being a top 20 running back because he didn't start until week three, and he already had a bye, and he's already 17 on the season. So he's he's been, like, solid. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this Burbs could bail you out, Burbs. definitely use that injury against him and be like, well, he got hurt. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely will use that against him. I mean, he already thinks he sucks despite the injury. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Kareem Holland will be the starter in his absence, so... I feel yeah, like should have traded it. that fourth. <laughs> or for that fourth. <laughs> hey, that's your only pick, though, now. So, you gotta hold on to that thing. Cherish it. I really do, yeah. <laughs> I really do. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, he'll be the starter. So I maybe a low end RB two for Kareem Hunt. I mean, he's been getting the goal line touchdowns here. Um, yeah, he won that game for him. Yeah, fourth down. Well, the refs did, but well, of course, yeah. <laughs> but he scored that last touchdown. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You can't argue with that. Uh, Justin Ross was arrested on Monday for domestic battery and causing over twenty five thousand dollars in damages. And he practiced today. He did practice today. Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs, uh, they just don't oh. care. They're like, I, I don't care. I mean, if you're as good as Oosterus, Oosterus, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't cut Oosterus, <laughs> the guy who had one good season in his entire yeah. career six years ago. I mean, you can't cut that I guy. Laughed so hard at Ryan's tweet, like, no Ooster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck, Ooster? <gasps> um, yeah, I mean, like he just apparently like, dragged a woman around her house and broke her laptop and her phone and her watch and like all this other stuff. So. How many fantasy points do you get for that? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this this should be, like, the end of the Justin Ross saga. Like, there have been, like, so many people just, like, hyping him. And, like, he had, like, it was a good story. Like, he had, like, the, the injury problems. But, like, if he's, like, a scumbag like this, like, that goodwill is out the window. And like, Yeah. Then he's just an undrafted free agent who had one good college season six years ago. So he hasn't been good since then. Some sick training camp catches. Sick training camp catches. Mm-hmm. Really cool training camp catches. Um, but I mean, it's it's over. It's this is the final nail in the coffin, and I'm I'm glad that I won't have to hear about Justin Ross anymore. Uh, Chris Olave was arrested for going seventy and a thirty-five, and he was charged with reckless driving. It's rookie numbers, Addison. Well, I guess it's not rookie numbers. They're they're probably doing about no, because Addison was going one forty and like oh. a. Sixty, yeah, ninety four, fifty five, maybe fifty five. But it's, I mean, ninety four. Come on, it's a bullshit. 55. Everybody's going sixty five, so yeah. we'll call it sixty five. Sure, yeah. So I mean, he was going just a more lot. over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> than Olave. But Olave going seventy and a thirty five is like scary because that's like residential, basically. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? I'm still pissed at Derek Carr. <laughs> just taking it out of the gas pedal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I Derek was... Carr, you're ruining everything. Thought it was hilarious that he tried to use the I'm on the Saints bro mm. excuse and the cop is just like and. okay. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Um Zach Shooter Ertz, shoot though. Shooter shoot. Shooter, yeah, gotta take the chance. Uh Zach Ertz placed on IR with a quad injury. Trey McBride will be the starter in his absence. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. He was a second-round pick last year for the Cardinals, obviously, coming out of Colorado. He won the John Mackey Award for the best tight end in college football his final season. He was horrible as a rookie. Terrible. So, so bad. Um, but he's honestly been pretty good this year overall. Like, from uh, from Dynasty I Am on Twitter, Sherman McBride's per route ranks, fifth in targets per route run, fourth in yards per route run, and he's ninth in PFF receiving grade. So, he's like drastically improved which just shows like rookie tight ends no matter how bad they are as rookies like this this guy was horrible like they will get a lot better probably if they're a decent prospect so so another tweet there's only three teams that have thrown the ball to the tight end more than the cardinals this year kansas city minnesota and atlanta so Hmm. if he's got some good per route metrics yeah maybe could get some volume we'll see if they switch to kyler if that stays but I'm not saying I'm buying, but if you want to buy before maybe the breakout, those yeah. facts suggest maybe the breakout might happen, which yeah. I did not think. Again, I'm not buying. No, I, I thought I'm not buying. I thought it was definitely. Are bad. you buying? Like, no, 
I mean, I think I feel like you'd have to give up a second, and I don't want to do that. There's no way I want to mm-hmm. give up a second. Like I, people wouldn't trade for a third. Two thirds probably wouldn't get it done either. It's just like people would probably just want the second, and it's like, I'm, mm, mm-hmm. no thanks. I'll just nah. no, yeah, I'm out. I'll I'm not sh- out, but I'm like, I'll grab a different rookie tight end sure. who also doesn't do anything. You yeah, know? like yeah, yeah, go get Musgrave or Mayer or something like that. But I mean, they'll all cost you a second, but I'd still rather have them than McBride. But um. Yeah, we'll see. He, he has a chance. He has a chance now, so see what happens. Uh, Deshaun Watson's fake shoulder injury flared up again. Set out majority of the game. It's also up for week eight. I just hate Deshaun Watson so much, so I think this is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, he um, is the worst. I don't actually think it's like a fake injury, but like it's like... What every, the hell did they... Like, it seems fake. Ryan, is that a real part of your shoulder? Come on, that, that's... I, he's just like an absolute joke, like of a quarterback and a human. And like, he's been so bad at football this year. Like he's not the same guy that he was in the Texans. Like we have a no. large sample now where he is not good at football. Like he's not, like he's not it. He doesn't have it anymore. And the Browns Mm-mm. wasted so much money on him. Yep. And I think that is so funny. I cannot stop laughing at what the Browns did. So good work Browns. Um, yeah, I mean, got a good defense, so you're you're in it right now. But it, I don't, I they're missing the playoffs. Yeah, they're missing the playoffs. Deshaun Watson sucks. Like with Jacoby Brissett, Amari Cooper was the top ten wide receiver on the year. Like I don't, he's outside the top forty right now. Like mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson can't even get Amari. Like you can barely play Amari Cooper. I think he's like two weeks inside the top thirty. It sucks. It, it sucks. It's the worst, and. For all the, I don't know, talk, hope that it would be the Houston's Deshaun Watson, that's that's not happening. And it's if gone. You, if you bought Deshaun Watson this offseason, you got to be feeling pretty sleazy. Like, next time invest in, like, some actually good at fantasy football dirtbags, like Tyreek Hill or Albert Mayer. <laughs> you know, like, pick pick the good ones. True. True. Not Joe Mixon. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> And fuck Deshaun Watson. <laughs> this this feels like karma. Like it really oh, does. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't uh, know why the Browns had to get like they they just got shit on by no I love to it. Him. No fuck them and their fans. <laughs> uh, Will Levis is expected to start this week with Ryan Tannehill dealing with an ankle injury. Um, Titans just seem headed towards a rebuild, so Levis might start the rest of the year. I, they might trade Tannehill. They might trade Henry. They might trade Hopkins. I. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The trade deadline is six days from today. It's on Halloween, so next Tuesday. So uh, things will get moving here. So Malik Willis or uh, who? Like no kidding. <laughs> God, anything. At um, least Will Levis is getting a chance. Like yeah. if I had picked Will <clears throat> Levis, I would have already just set that pick on fire in my brain. Oh, I like, would never even look at him. I'd be like, you're you you're, you're not, not a real player. You're not a part of my team. Yeah. No. I would have tried to offer. I don't know. I would try to get him off my team probably, but you'll get to see what he's got. I don't know what he's got. Nothing. No, he's gonna be so bad. I'm. So. I'm like so so confident that he's gonna throw four interceptions in his first game. <laughs> like that would be so funny. I I'm pretty confident it's gonna happen. I I don't know who they who do they play this week. That's a that's a great question. Before I actually proclaim that, I pull it up. Titans play the Falcons. Mm, maybe he won't throw four. But I will Five. guarantee two. Guaranteed two interceptions, zero touchdowns, okay. and a lost fumble. Okay, I like it. Yeah. He's got mayo on those fingers. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteeing it. It's the week eight guarantee. Um, all right, that's it. It's all the news. 
A lot of news. Almost a, a full uh, 30 minutes of news there. Getting the trades. Three of them. Two from our leagues. One that was sent in to us from Stin in his other league. Um, let's talk about yours first, Lennox. You traded Tyler Lockett to Jesse for Russ. Yeah. Break it down for me. Yeah. I, uh, this last week came to the full realization and I fully grieve that Anthony Richardson will not be playing any fantasy football games for me this year. It absolutely sucks. Um, second year in a row went in with the quarterback one and by the playoffs didn't have that quarterback one. But this time I had enough time to like fully grieve, just be depressed as fuck, and then be like, okay, I need to figure something yeah. else out and so i had a couple different strategies um and ended up going with the super cheap option in russ because like i i mean i learned my lesson last year like last year i just i had no time to really react kyler like, Murray got like an hour yeah max. <laughs> like two hours whatever it was because yeah. it was the monday night football game week 14 and tuesday was the trade deadline so kyler like the the realization sets in he's he's done i'm not going to get any more fancy points out of him and so I think I've told this story before on the pod. I'm going to tell it again because it's just a funny story. I really only made one offer last year, and it was to Burback because I didn't want to sell Kyler at a super steep injury discount for, like, an actual good quarterback. So I'm like, okay, who's cheap that I can get? Because otherwise I'm going to play, like, Colt McCoy or I think Desmond Ritter were my options. Both t- terrible options. I text Burback, and I'm like, hey, I want Sam Darnold. I have a third-round pick. What do you say? And Sam Darnold's a Panther, had a shit season. I think got benched midway through the season. There was no market for Sam Darnold. I don't get any text back that night. <laughs> I go to sleep. I'm like, fuck it. I'm maybe going to play a position player in my Superflex yeah. in a win-now year where I went all in. And I was just like, just depressed. I was like, guess that's my life. This sucks. <laughs> I wake up in the morning to a text from Burbank saying, yeah, dude. Third's a good price, but Darnold's been playing pretty good. I'm going to need a second third on top of that. And I respond to him like, dude, we I can't do that trade because the trade deadline is passing. He's like, what, dude? No, it's a fair offer. I'm like, one, go fuck yourself. <laughs> two, the deadline's done, and Sam Darnold's not even worth one third. Let alone two. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, but He thought I was like rejecting the offer. God. I'm like, no, dude, you slept through and missed a free third round pick. You had it. You had it. Well, never mind. I guess Sam Darnold's about to go off and take over Brock Purdy's job, so maybe Rivers will be happy. And then it come, came out that uh, Sam Darnold week 16 went for 30, Ooh. and I would have beat Juddy, and Juddy wouldn't have a championship oh. if Burbs just would have texted me back. So I think I learned a lesson of, like, I need to do something because I pursued a couple different strategies here with AR going down, thought about trading him, had some talks, didn't get a deal done, but that was like my number one strategy is like trade a quarterback one for another quarterback one and continue the season. Yeah. The avenues I I was pursuing didn't it didn't happen. So then next up I was like, okay, everyone has like moved up a slot. AR's gone from my quarterback one, so now Kirk's my quarterback goes from two to one. You know, Derek Carr was my quarterback three, now goes from three to two. So it's like, okay, if I can upgrade my quarterback three plus something, you know, into a quarterback two or maybe like a fringe quarterback one. So I, I send like some offers out and come to the realization that Derek Carr's not worth zero. He's worth like negative. Like when we – it was like two weeks ago, Hottie and Adam made the Keenan Allen trade where Adam got Mingo like a second yeah. and third. And Burb's like, Mingo means nothing to me. I, it, it's a second and a third for Keenan. That's that's the deal. He means yeah. nothing to me. 
Derek Carr, I think, made people like nauseous. <laughs> Vomit, yeah. Like, if I would have offered just the player for the quarterback, they might have considered it. Yeah. But I add in Derek Carr, and they're like, "This is disgusting." It's, yeah, don't do that. It's he's worth negative. So then I quickly realized that's not even a possibility. So then the third strategy was like, I, as cheap as possible, find a lottery ticket quarterback who has a on the colors guy green matchup in either week sixteen or seventeen. And throw him in the starting lineup, and Russ was that guy. I texted you guys how disgusting I felt, yeah. and that it was going to be a disgusting offer. I was so excited to see what was going to come down the pipeline after you sent that uh, that text. I was like, "Oh God, what is this? Gonna be? <laughs> was it as disgusting as you're hoping, or was it?" it was, I mean, it was gross in the sense that like Tyler Lockett is gross now. Like he's not he's not Tyler Lockett anymore. Like he's been he's been terrible. Like he has been absolute dog shit this year. And yeah, I mean, like trading for any time you trade for Russ, you like yeah, congrats you're on trading throw up. Russ away, Jess. Congrats. Yes, absolutely. But like, Tyler Lock is the largest forty six on the season. Like, it's 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 done. Like he had that he had that run. He was awesome for like what five straight years. But like it's it's over. Like it's done now. So um, like yeah, like I would just take Russ here because Lockett's done. He's a wide receiver. Russ is at least a quarterback. Like. I don't think Russ will be benched this year. Like, oh gosh, he might though. Maybe, but like, even if he is, all you gave up is Lockett, which you're never uh-huh. gonna play him. You're never gonna yeah, play. Yeah, I was never gonna play Lockett. <clears throat> On the flip side, Jess was never gonna play Russ. He was like his quarterback four. Yeah, I guess maybe Purdy misses some time with a concussion, but Jess was never gonna play Russ. I don't think there was any other buyers of Russ, no. and Jess, I think thought Dotson was gonna be playable for him. Lockett hasn't been great, but I think. In a pinch, better than Dotson. Yeah, in a pinch, I'd rather throw uh, Lockin in a flex or a wide receiver spot. So, disgusting trade. Wish I would have got a bigger deal done, but uh, I'm going to hope Russ just, if I get to a championship week, that's where he's got that nice, juicy green matchup. and Garbage time is way down. Garbage time is way. I don't care how it happens. Oh, yeah. Fantasy points are fantasy points. I think he has, like, two top 10 weeks, a couple top 20 weeks on the year. So, it's like, I just got to hope. That one of the weeks I play him, he goes off. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, age 34, definitely on his way out in Denver. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. it's it's a disgusting trade, but. Hey, I, I get it, though. Had I to get do it. it. I get it. Um, <clears throat> next trade. I traded my 26 first and a 25 third to Adam for Devontae Adams. So. Yes, sir. I am all in on this this year. Um, He's back. He's back, baby. Um, you had him. I drafted start. him in the startup, yeah. second round pick, and I got him back. Um, he was my first trade in the league. Traded two him Adam, to right? Adam. Yeah. But Adam won two ships with him. Oh. So, so he's the lucky. Good job, Adam. Lucky player. I though. guess. Could be. I hope so. Um, didn't start out that way. But uh, but now for my wide receivers, I have Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. So I like that's just like just looking at that just gets me going. So those are all wide receiver ones. They could all be top seven wide receivers. Um, yeah. Obviously, got to find one for Puka, but uh, those guys are all in there. Uh, and like I, I'm just I just love having like wide receivers that like have ultimate upside and can like win you a game by themselves and just have like four of them. Like they're all four of those guys can go off for like forty points like any given week. And like if they yeah. all like if two or three of them hit, it, you win automatically. Like if all of them hit, you annihilate. You light the other person's roster on fire. So it's like 
I no, I I love I love having them all. Didn't go great for me this week though. Ended up losing by less points than uh, Devonte Adams' drop touchdown would have gotten me. Oh shit! Did you see that mm-hmm. at all? It was oh, it was kind yeah. of a hard catch. It was like over uh-huh. the shoulder, but he was wide open and he just yeah. dropped it. And I yeah. lost by five. So yeah, that's tough. Would have won me it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I gave up a first two years, two three years from now, but I. I have so many pieces on this team that I feel like I can get first four later down the road when I want to rebuild. I'm not that concerned about it. So I called my shot. And you're going all in. Years ago for the 2023 Dynasty Champs. So I got to do my best. Yeah. I don't when know. you originally drafted Devontae. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I traded him away for T, Jerry, Judy, when they were both rookies, a first and a second. Damn. Yeah. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. Was it just Devontae? You know, AJ Green. Well, okay. So just about to but yeah, it worked out. It worked out for Adam. Gave me a lot of assets to rebuild with, and I've I've had a decent, I've had a good team for a few years now. I just haven't been able to, you know, do anything in the playoffs. I think I lose in week uh, week one every year, but that's uh, it is what it is. If you get the buy, can't lose in week one. I know. I've been I've lost the buy the last two years in week fourteen. I've lost. Each week fourteen to Chad, and I think at, yeah, and I think Adam, I think Adam stole it from me both years and won the ship. So, I hate buy's important. It is important. Um, it was actually AJ Green that won the buy for him two years ago. No, when way. he won the first. So yes. you say AJ Green doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It was AJ Green on the Cardinals, and we were at Tiff's. I remember we were watching. Yeah, that game. I think it was a Monday night. And AJ Green went for like eighteen points, and he didn't have another game that year over like six. <laughs> Up to that point, so I was like, I got this. And of course, Adam played him. I know. Sad. He just went off. Savage. And he won Adam the buy, and then I got eliminated immediately, and Adam won the ship. So savage, damn it. Um, Stint sent in a deal from another league today. He sent a late twenty four second and Chuba Hubbard for Dallas Goddard in a tight end premium. There's not that much analysis we have to do here. This is Dallas Goddard in an absolute landslide. Yeah. What? Chuba? Chuba's better than Miles Sanders, so like he could take the Panthers running back one job, but how much is that worth? The Panthers are terrible. Sure, but I think uh, tight end premium, Dallas Goddard is worth more than a late second. So I Absolutely. don't think Chuba should be the plus if you're trying to. So great, yeah, great deal by Stin. Like that. Goddard's definitely still got some juice. That offense just has so many weapons. So you see, like, these past couple games, Goddard's doing well. Well, Devonta Smith ain't doing much. And Devonta Smith had some good games early on. Goddard wasn't doing much. A.J. Brown got mad for one game and then has been just a oh baller ever since. Swift has been a bigger deal than expected. So, like, it's it won't be every game for Goddard, but he's a really good tight end. I think tight end six on the six. year. Yeah. He's been, he's been balling. Eight for 117 and one. For 28 points in week five, five for 42 for 11.7 in week six, and then five for 77 and one for 20.2 in week seven. So he's just been. So you're either upgrading your tight end one in this situation, which midseason before like a run, like hell yeah, or you're doing the very fun tight end premium strategy of having multiple tight ends in your starting lineup, which if you have like two of the top six. Two of the top three, even like Richard, if you can somehow... I got somehow tight-ended so hard this year. This Kelsey week. and Andrews get like two of the top two. Like I got 70 points this week. Absolutely ridiculous strategy when it hits because 
Uh, we, on top of that, even do like half point for first down. So like it can be one and a half per catch. So great trade for Stin. I don't know who was selling Goddard after these weeks low. Like that kind of seems weird. I, after like week three or something, sure. Yeah, but. weird weird trade. But uh, yeah, Stin said the guy's one and six and looking to blow it up. But like you should have got more for Dallas Goddard. So Is it? Is it their first dynasty yes. league? Yeah, so you just don't really know what a second round pick's worth at this point. No. And I, lo- I love seconds, don't get me wrong, but like if you're trading Goddard in a tight end premium, like yeah, you should get more than a late second in Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. Early seconds and late seconds, big difference. There are. Big there is a big difference. difference. There is a big difference. All right. <clears throat> That's it for the trades. Let's get into the week seven recap. We're Halfway gonna... through the regular season. Jeez, that's alarming. Uh for fantasy. For fantasy, yeah. True, true. That's Week 14 it. is that's, the yeah, last. That's, that's not the actual Okay. Piece. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville, New Orleans, Thursday night game. Are you firmly on the Christian Kirk greater than Calvin Ridley train in Dynasty? Or Fuck are, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've Let's always been a Christian go. Kirk guy. <laughs> yeah, I have been. There's some bad years, but I'm going to say Cliff Kingsbury. And then I, cl- people clowned. The contract, but Christian Kirk's been really good. And since week one, he's definitely been the wide receiver to own in Jacksonville. Game-winning touchdown this week. And Kirk has 55 targets on the year. Ridley, 48. Kirk, 39 catches. Ridley, 27. Kirk, 474 yards. Ridley, 368. And this one-for-five performance out of Ridley, like, it really pissed off, I think, fantasy owners. I have him in a redraft league. What the fuck, Ridley? That's such like a bad way to start Thursday night, Thir- like your yeah. week too, because like it's Thursday night. You're just like, please just get me like, get me, get me like on a good spot heading yeah. into Sunday, and you get one for five. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, it's over. Well, especially <laughs> after like week one, you saw like he he still got something, and he had like a sick out of bounds catch. So like, you know, it's in there. That's why it's so frustrating for Ridley. So I don't think he's unplayable at this point, but. There's way more risk than you thought after, like, week one. Week one, you thought you had, like, a top 15, maybe even a wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. Not feeling the same. Oh, dude, rate. people thought he was, like, top five for sure after week one, which, like, I I was in that boat, too. I hated my life for trading him away this offseason. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's gotten it's gotten a lot better, honestly, for me. But, yeah, he's wide receiver 37 on keep trade cut. And, like, I look I look at the guys around him, and I, I think it's fine. At this mm-hmm. point, like it's it's probably fair. Christian Kirk's already for twenty seven, so he's full ten spots higher than Calvin Ridley. Which, yeah. if you would have told he somebody should. that heading into the season, they would have been like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Because Ridley was like going in round two of redraft leagues this this off season. So, absolutely wild. Um, I did see something about there's being more analysis done on like where players are targeted on the field. Like if they're just like straight, like sideline boundary wide receivers, or if they get targets across the middle of the field, because targets mm-hmm. across the middle are much more valuable because I don't, I guess I don't know why more yak opportunities and yep. you know, just, I don't know, easier to convert and whatnot, but he's solely an outside wide receiver. He does nothing in the middle. So his, all of his targets are difficult quote unquote yeah. targets to catch. So, I mean, is long throws. Yeah. Yeah. He's just in like a, tough position and there's there's a bunch of wide receivers that fit this bill and he's he just happens to be one of them that like everything he does is just made more difficult by the role he plays in the offense so mm-hmm. i don't know like i think he's a good player <clears throat> it's just not been not been a great season for him so far no um new orleans Helvin camara baby he's i saw oh, this yeah. he had he had four total rb1 games last season he's gone four for four to start this mm-hmm. year 
Yeah. Which is just insane. He leads the running back position in receptions by nine. And he's only played in four of the seven games. Yep. And he has 12, nine more catches. catches this week. He's, yeah, like, he's only scored one touchdown, and he's been an RB1 in all four games. Like, yeah. No, this offseason, I was defending Camaro. You were. And I was saying I thought he would pace top five running back targets once he got back from suspension. Little did I know that he was going to, like, Exodia obliterate that just out of out of this atmosphere. He's running back one in targets by far per game, averaging 26 touches per game at this point like Derek Carr is just dumping it off it's clear Derek Carr and this offense are out of sync but he's always willing to dump it off to Kamara which has been just incredible so far so you want Derek Carr to be out there if you're a Kamara owner but the one touchdown a little worrisome because that's what he was doing last year that was a little frustrating is he wasn't scoring so you know I stupid I hope that gets a little better this week and I hope you bought this offseason with uh, the suspension scare because he looks like a locked and loaded running back one rest of the season. I'm psyched to have him. It's been so much fun. Yeah. It's been so much fun. Yeah, dude. I mean, you bought it at a great time. Like, Chad was selling. Yeah. He finally wasn't paying Chad Camaro prices. <laughs> like, Ryan's got to be so upset. Um, but it was a super fun game. You know, I thought it was going to overtime. Like, the, the second half of that game was so much fun. Until, Foster Moreau. Yeah, Burbeck's <laughs> second least favorite player in the NFL behind John Mechie dropped that. Maybe least favorite now. <laughs> oh. Um, I saw from uh, Scott Barrett. He works for Fantasy Points. He's everywhere on Twitter. I'm sure you guys know who he is. He, he wrote this article called, I think it's called like Everything from Week 7. And it's super, super in-depth, super statty, nerdy. People who hate stats would hate it. But um, there's so much interesting stuff in it for me. But this he, he wrote a blurb on Alvin Kamara, and he said, Kamara currently leads all players at all positions in expected fantasy points per game with 25.9, which is an, which is also an absurd 34% more than the next closest running back. So he is 34% more valuable, or his role at least is 34% more valuable than the next closest running back. And he's like underperforming that role based on his touchdowns oh, yeah. that he's getting. So he could be having... Like one of the greatest RB seasons of all time, if he just like starts like <clears throat> actually performing to the opportunities that he's given, which like he isn't, but like it's not all his fault. Like the offensive line is terrible. Like Derek Carr sucks. I don't respect anything. Like mm-hmm. just the amount of targets he's getting and the amount of carries he's getting, it's equal to a top like twenty four running back in carries and a top thirty six wide receiver in targets like Ooh. weekly. Like you're getting two players in one with Alvin Kamara right mm-hmm. now. So like if this continues, he's a cheat code. Let's so, go. Let's go, Alvin Kamara. Burbs sent in some information just because uh, he, he obviously knew he wouldn't make the pod. He sent in a text that he is worried about Olave with Carr at quarterback. The offense just isn't clicking outside of Kamara. And, I mean, I I, yeah. I agree. I mean, Olave is, targets yeah, for Olave. He's getting a ton of targets. But Carr's yelling at him. He's kind of stopping on routes. I think everyone's kind of pissed at Derek Carr, to be honest. You can kind of tell... There's been some like sideline interactions between Olave, between Camara, Derek Carr. It's not good. No, it's not good. It's been a weird season for Chris Olave. Like, mm-hmm. it's just been weird. Like he's been he like he started really well. He had like I think what two hundred yard games and like an eighty yard game or something in the first two weeks, and then he had like one for four and like two for twelve and a touchdown. And it's just it it's just been like so up and down. I feel like for him like. I don't yeah, know. It, it's just been like a strange season. 
His uh, targets have been really good, 10, 11, 11, 6, 5, 10, 15, but like the wide receiver finishes only the one touchdown on the year, 14, 35, 21, 120, 33, 17, 32. So wide receiver 23 on the year. I know Ryan wants to hear a comment. Dynasty wide receiver three. Yeah, I mean, like ever since I said that, he's just been like, eh, "Am I really?" That's what he's. That's what he's asking me, and I'm like, "I, I don't know. I don't know if you are anymore, buddy." Like, AJ Brown is just—he's a god. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's up there, dude. Puka. We'll talk about Puka, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know if I can have him at wide receiver three. Like it, I just like the Saints are just so gross. Like mm-hmm. they're not. We'll get to like when I was writing this, and I realized every week when I'm writing this this show sheet, there's one team that I come across. Oh, the Patriots should be in there too. Like I just hate them so much. But there's one team I come across that there is nothing exciting to me. Like absolutely nothing. Like there's like decent players, but there's just nothing exciting to me. And we'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the Saints have Olave, who's awesome, and Camara, who's awesome. But it's like, ugh, I like I just don't like the Saints. Yeah. So negative value, Derek Carr. Yeah, negative value. Uh, Detroit-Baltimore. This game was an absolute bloodbath. Like, yeah. There's such little that I feel like you can take from the Lions' side of the ball in this one. Like, they, I saw a stat that they were down 28-0 to before they had a first down. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was driving back from Iowa, went to the Gopher-Hawkeye game. Super fun. Listened to this game. What was the final score in that game? Uh, 12-10, Gophers, <laughs> baby. Yeah. We weren't, I knew we weren't scoring a touchdown. I didn't know we were going to win. Did the stadium just lose their shit when they said the guy called a fair catch? Yeah. Whatever. So it was <laughs> insane to be in person. They go crazy when he scores, the, like, returns it. Refs say we're going to review it. Stadium's like, oh, shit. But they said they're going to review it for out of bounds. So then they showed replays on the scoreboards. He's not even close to out of bounds. So the stadium erupts again. They finally come back from break and announce it. And the stadium was, like, throwing beers on the field and oh stuff like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was getting walked out of the stadium <laughs> by my girlfriend and, like, in the, the middle of the Iowa section. And then the pick happens. We intercepted on third down the next drive or whatever. And I'm just yelling, we stole the motherfucking pig. And Molly's just, like, running me out. Get like, out of here. Get yeah. out of here. But, um, yeah, listen to this on the radio. And the Lions, three and out. Ravens, beastly drive. Lamar was ridiculous. Three and out. And the Ravens just dominated from the get-go. There's not a ton with the Lions. I'm on Rod 19 targets. He's a boss. It's, it's just, like, so hard to talk about because it's, like, all in garbage time. Like, none of this was, mm-hmm. like – like, yeah, like, 19 targets, whatever. He's, he's – Amon Ron's awesome. Like, Gibbs yeah. went off. Like – Yep. It's just, like, this wasn't a normal game. So, it's, like, so hard to take anything from it because it's, like, this is never – what their plan is heading into a game like that's true this is just all fake like this was all just inflated stats in my opinion sure yeah the one thing i did like to see with gibbs was on the only touchdown the lions had it was a breakaway run like 20 Mm -hmm. yards but like it would have gone further Mm -hmm. if they Mm would have just been further away from the end zone and you saw plays like that all over his alabama highlights ran a 4-3 at the combine so it was just like a matter of time before he broke one he just hadn't so far. So I think people, like, we can finally kind of calm down about Gibbs from that aspect. Like, he has talent. Stats were probably inflated. But that skill set, like, the home run speed is quickly becoming, like, my favorite skill set to look for in, like, a dynasty oh, it's run always, back. it's always been your favorite. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, there's just so many nowadays. Like, A-Chan, ETN, Ken Walker, Brees, JT, King yeah. Henry, Saquon. Like, all those guys can score from 50-plus. And I feel like there's... 
there's like never been a time in the NFL where yeah. there's been as many of these guys. So it's it is awesome. Um, and Gibbs is he's one of those guys. It, it's going to happen. He's going to get a fifty plus yarder on the season at yeah. some point. No, but I, I mean I I get that line of thinking too because it's like if every running back is going to be a time, in a timeshare, why not? Take the chances on the ones that just need one play to uh-huh. absolutely ignite your fantasy roster. Well, and sometimes they get more like ETN's gotten way more touches, Ken Walker's yeah. way more touches this year than expected. So yeah. then all of a sudden the carries like you're getting yeah. eighteen plus carries. Totally. Like hell yeah, totally. Uh, Lamar Jackson he went absolutely nuclear, um, and sadly for me, through two touchdowns to Mark Andrews on National Tight End Day, uh, yeah. that was pretty devastating. It was so, like I was just watching Red Zone, and it was just like so painful. This game would always come on, and the Ravens were always on offense, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Like, it was always three and off the Lions. Ravens always on offense. It was just always like a twenty yard catch or pass to Mark Andrews or yeah. a touchdown. Like they get near the goal line, and I'd be like, "Oh, Andrews open. Oh, no, okay, cool touchdown." Yeah, yeah. I hate my life. <laughs> This is my favorite stack. Like, I've never owned it myself. But when this stack hits, it fucking hits. Mm. Like, Richard... You've never had Andrews in Dynasty, right? Never. You've had had Lamar. I've had Lamar, never had Andrews in Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. I had him for one year, and it was fun. But that was... Okay, a good year? Yes. It was his 2019 year, I think. Because then I think he had a down... Yes. I think it was his second year, and he was really good. Not like not but, like the best year. The best year was like twenty twenty. We were still probably being like, oh, he's the tight end six. Yeah, I mean, I but, traded Curtis Samuel and a second for him from Jess, and then mm-hmm. I got him, and he was really good. And then I traded him away for like Waller and something else. And then Waller was better, and it it was it was a weird weird deal, but yeah. it was not his best year. But anyways, Andrews is awesome. Um, Vegas for Chicago. This like the Raiders offense is just so like they like it's so weird to say, but they need Jimmy G. Like Hoyer is terrible. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell, terrible. Like Himmy G. Himmy G. <laughs> he was at the game this week. He was at the Actually, Yeah. That's dope. Like his game, yeah. So Sauce whoop him up. But um speaking of terrible Raiders, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, what is going on? Last year he was mm-hmm. was he the RB? One was he like two, three? Like he was, he was something. He was way up there. He, I know he led the NFL in rushing. Um, running back three. Okay, running back three. Sixteen hundred rushing yards this year. He doesn't have a single game over three point six five yards per carry. Which like I don't care that much about yards per carry, but when it's consistently this bad, like not a single game over three point six five. He's two point nine four on the season. Like, I think we need to take note of that because, like, yards per carry is not a tell-all stat. It's not a great stat, but, like, he's just not doing anything with the opportunity that he's getting. It's just... He's getting a big opportunity. Yeah. Like, oh. games with 19, 17, 17, 20, 25 carries, and then 3, 6, 5, 11, 5, 5, 4 targets. Like, he yeah. is getting looks. Yeah. And, like, he's just been so bad with them. Like, I I think he's definitely, like, a prime regression candidate like he he should be performing so much better and like i do think he's a talented player so like i like i bet going forward he will be better than he has been but i just think it's notable that he like how bad he's been compared to the last couple seasons where he was awesome yeah running back 14 on the year so you think he'll finish higher than 14 i bet he'll finish like rb9 rb9 yeah that's my guess so you'd be happy with that yeah you know i think you would I do. So I th- I just wanted to like just talk about that because it's like it's he's been oh, yeah. so underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as he got the contract or like the one year deal or whatever, I thought that he was like, going to be like a fringe first round pick in redraft, like worth it because he was awesome. Like he's always had the talent. 
He gets the catches, whatever. He's just been we like find it, he broke out like yeah. finally. Yeah. He's just been like so Still think he's he's got the talent. I maybe the Raiders are just a little bit of a shit show. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, they are. They absolutely are. It's definitely not all his fault, but I just mm-hmm. I don't know. There's definitely something to it where like why why are you this bad right now? Like it can't be all the situation because like mm-hmm. Jacksonville has like the thirty first best offensive line and ETN balling. So it's like what's what's going on here? That's but, true. I got uh, a tweet I saw you reply to Langer with mm. regards to the Raiders <laughs> offense, and I wish we had other alpha burbs to react to this because he is the Jacoby Myers guy. But this is what the tweet said. Jacoby Myers versus Devontae Adams in the six games they have played together. Here are the targets. Adams, 63. Jacoby, 56. Pretty close. Receptions, Adams, 40. Jacoby, 37. Pretty close. Yards, Adams, 444. Jacoby, 385. Pretty close. Touchdowns, Adams, 2. Jacoby, 5. Fantasy points, Adams, 96.4. Jacoby, 105.5. Mm-hmm. Jacoby keeping up in most, and the touchdowns are putting him ahead in the fantasy points. Totally. He's a good receiver. Oh, he's good. He's really good. I can't argue that. But now that you have acquired Devontae Adams, how much do you hate him? <laughs> <laughs> I I tried to trade for Myers before I went for Adams. Because he's good. I didn't want to – yeah, he's, he's good, good. And I didn't want to – like I knew I could pay less for Myers than I could for Adams. And I, I – when I was going for Myers, I was like, I just want a guy that I can fill into a flex spot when I need it. Like, I didn't – obviously, like, I think Adams is a lot better than Myers is. Like, it hasn't necessarily worked out that way, mainly because of touchdowns. And those are a little inflated because Adams didn't play the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter in this game because it was such mm-hmm. a blowout. And that's where Myers got, like, 40 of his yards and his touchdowns. So, like, he was doing nothing until that point when Adams was off the field. So, it's, like, it's a little inflated in that sense. Um Adams, of course, dropped that touchdown I talked about earlier. Like, yeah, I mean, it hasn't it hasn't been the season so far for Adams, but when Garoppolo's been starting, he's been going off. So, um, hopefully, he's back. I mean, Garoppolo's never healthy though, so it could be it could be bad. But I mean, no, My- Myers is really good. Like, I I can't argue with that. Like, he's always been good in like the per route metrics that I actually love. Like, he's always been a baller in that sense. Um, we'll talk about the next Jacoby Myers later in the episode. Hell but, yeah, we will. Um, Thank God New England got rid of him. They should have kept him. Clearly, dude, they're so dumb. But yes, no, I know. Um, I just wish Burbs was here to go off on Jacoby because I know. But no, Devontae will be just fine. I'm not 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 sweating Devontae. Um, for the Bears, Deontay Foreman. Speaking of guys that want Dante, <laughs> wrong. Dante Foreman. <laughs> Three total touchdowns as the lead back for the Bears. Yeah, he was a he was a healthy scratch between weeks two and five. That's when I dropped him. Yeah, and like I just like I I don't think they can just go back to making him a healthy scratch after how good he's been. No, no, and this is what he does. Like if he's a guy, if you give, uh, it's gonna sound ridiculous, but like thirty carries to, <laughs> he's gonna get two hundred yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Like he is so thick. NFL players bounce off him. Like I wish we could have seen a full healthy. Dunta Foreman career without the Achilles because he would have been. I loved him when he was legit. coming out of Texas and drafted by the Texans. I was like, oh my god, this dude! And he he started rookie year really well, and he tore his Achilles on like a fifty yard touchdown run. Did he? Oh uh-huh. man. Yep. No, yeah. he he was awesome. Dude, defenses just can't handle that much beef, and you're right, they can't put him back now. Like no. they they've already shown he's good, but I can't like he was a healthy scratch. Roshan, who I still think is going to come back and do something, and then Herbert were just dominating that backfield. 
And, like, I think they're both good. I think all of them are good, which is just, like, uh-huh. a problem for fantasy. It's a great thing for the Bears. It's a problem for fantasy in the sense that you never know who's going to do well. Because, yeah. like, or, and that is the problem for Dunta, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, totally. he, needs, he needs 30 care. Like, if he doesn't get 18-plus, it might not be the greatest game for him. So oh. we'll see with Roshan coming back. Oh, I totally agree. And I'm, I'm not even, like, saying that they can't, like, make him a healthy scratch and, like, to prop up Deontay. I'm more uh, so saying that as, like— Dunta? Deontay. I'm more so saying that is like <laughs> this backfield is going to be a mess because you're net yeah. like I don't think Roshan's oh, going to take over this the screwed entire it up backfield. for Roshan yes. owners. Like Roshan owners got to be pissed. Herbert, like th- Herbert that concussion that held Roshan was up was about to break weeks. out. Yes, Herbert was about to be a RB one for a couple weeks here. Yeah. And the concussion with Roshan has just really screwed him over because Deontay went off. So it's like. I don't this year is not gonna be the year for Roshan. Like if it's if it's gonna happen, it won't be this year. So I mean, definitely just gotta hold on to him. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's I mean Deontay coming out and just balling is just not good. And like I've been seeing tweets that like he's been like anytime he's got an opportunity, like you said, yeah. he's been one of the best pure rushers in the NFL. He's not a pass catching threat. I no. mean he caught a touchdown this week, but he's not a pass catching threat. But he is so good in all the rushing metrics. It's just like I, he's weird. He's like a Derrick Henry light. Yes. Like it's it's <laughs> he is. It's the weirdest thing. Like he's a damn good running back. I, I, it's weird for dropping him. I mean, you would never, you would never want to play. No, him but you. D- I didn't even play him this week, and I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing, and I didn't play him. Oh, that's on you. It is. But like, you never have confidence in playing him. But yeah, like, that's he's true. He, he's good. He's good. Um, and I just wanted to make a note. Before we wrap up this game, that uh, ever since we talked about Cole Komet being oh. the tight end three, yeah, I didn't know he's gone two for nine and goosed in back to back games. Yeah. So, but who was on the tight end graphic, Langer? Who was? Oh, Cole Komet and not TJ. Not TJ Hawkinson. Not TJ Hawkinson. It might have. I, I I realized that was probably because Hawkinson wasn't playing on Kittle tight ends. was on it. I, exactly though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, it makes it. Oh, nope. Kittle's front center. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. So I had respect, to quote tweet that. I had to be like, respect talk. highest the paid highest tight end in the NFL. I, I thought that that was so funny, dude. But um, all right, we will be, we'll be right back for uh, Cleveland, Indianapolis. All right, we are back. Cleveland, Indianapolis. I feel like we already talked enough about Watson and the Browns' backfield. Mm-hmm. The rest of the team is depressing, so let's move on to the Colts. Really depressing. Uh, Josh Downs, he's having a strong rookie season, which is awesome to see. I think we all liked him as a prospect heading into the draft. Mm-hmm. And then when he fell to round three in the Colts with AR, I was mm-hmm. like, I, like, I, not that interested because I didn't think AR would be a passer. Fall into round three, and then a previous death sense from the combine. Yes. He was 5'8". Yeah, it's a small <gasps> 5'7"? It's a small boy. No, short kings rule the world now. <laughs> As if you are fast and you can separate, like that's what they're looking for nowadays. So it's 5'8's not a death sentence yeah. anymore. No. It seems like it. Um, but Downs, like he, he probably shouldn't have fallen in the NFL draft. It seems like um, he's currently the rookie wide receiver four in points scored behind Puka, Zay, and Addison. So it looks like he was a steal both in like the third round of the NFL draft and of your third round of rookie drafts because that's I think he was early third for the most part. And I mean, at one point of the you know off season cycle, pre NFL draft, so probably what like March, February, we thought he might go in the first round of the oh, NFL yeah. draft. His highlights for his size, he 
he was such a good contested jump ball receiver, which was so confusing because mm-hmm. he's tiny. So, like, if he has the ability to separate and is going to have, like, huge, I don't know, like, PPR weeks like this, like, he, and he's much higher than I think all of us thought he was going to be rookie draft time. Totally. Totally. And Big I, fan. Josh Downs, let's go. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. We, we're going to do a rookie mock redo probably – Next week, if Burbs is back, so it's gonna I'm, be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun, and I, I'm interested to see how high he goes. Different, so much different. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, but yeah, he's the wide receiver thirty on keep trade cut at the moment. Uh, well, earlier today at least. Let's see if that's up to him. Wow, wide receiver thirty. So he has ra- risen a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, I don't have him, and yeah, I mean, I wish I did. But, uh, yeah, he's right behind Debo, right ahead of Rasheed Rice, who we'll talk about later. Wide receiver three on this week. Hollywood, Terry, yeah. And like, he's like he's showing a lot. And he was an early declare, good prospect. Just, you know, fell to, fell to round three. And I thought the situation was going to be bad, but the Colts have a super high pace of play. And now Minshew's in, just hawking it. So, yeah. I mean, Downs, is, he's good. He's, he's very good. Um, Buffalo, New England. I feel like we already talked enough about Knox and Kincaid, so is there anybody you want to talk about or should we just move on to the Patriots? Yeah, no, I just I can't believe the Patriots won this game. So dumb. So I cannot believe it. I thought Mac Jones was about to lose his job, mm-hmm. but instead he beats the Bills. Yes. Super confusing. Well let's yes. let's get to the real the real star of the show here. right here. <laughs> this is gonna be a full segment, everybody. Yep. Demario Douglas. Whew! He had a nice little breakout pop, game. I'm pop. so I'm so disappointed that like the same day he was on the waivers all offseason, the same day me and you both put in a claim for him. I put in one in both leagues that we're in together. Yep. Did you put in one in the other league? Pro- I don't don't, don't even think so. Okay. I put in one in both. You got him in premium. I got him in uh skull or rolling pot. Makes so. sense. I kinda had a I don't know, quote unquote deep win now bench that yeah. I probably wasn't willing to give up Curtis Samuel or something dumb. <laughs> you know, like long term. It's like wide receiver like twenty eight Curtis Samuel to you. So. Sure, yeah, no, <laughs> that's kidding. that's fair. But uh yeah, I beat you on the zero dollar claim, which feels you did. so good right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. He uh he had a nice little breakout game though. He played sixty two percent of the snaps and went four for fifty four on six targets to the air. He also added a 20-yard carry, which, fun note, he that was the first 20-yard carry of the Patriots' season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a 25-yard punt return. So he like he's just another one of the A couple short plays games. where they got flags I saw where... He drew two pass, uh, defensive pass interferences, one in the end zone. You don't get the fancy points, but the team gets the yards. Like, and the coaches love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And it just means he's burning a guy and just getting held on it or whatever. And we saw so. it was two weeks ago, Cowboys. That, <sighs> that juke, man. That juke lives rent-free in my head. Oh, yeah. Just like full, like, turn, Dude, stop, you just hit it. I back. just yeah. you broke my ACL. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He looks electric. He looks like what I wanted, like, Wandale to be. Another short king. Pop Douglas is really good. Wide open, wide receiver room. So it'll be fun to see what he can do the rest of this year. He's just in that Tank Dell, Josh Downs mold. Like, he's the small, shifty wide receiver with speed. Like, his his per route data is super strong. So I'm just, like, hoping that continues into a sample size that I feel, like, strongly enough about. Because he's he's just balling, man. Like, I just, like, hope that he just keeps progressing, gets, a, like, a full-time role in this offense. 
because I think that he is definitely the best wide receiver. Um, and he was just balling all training camp, all preseason. Like, he just kept hearing constant drum beats and, like, just hit that one day for just clicked for me and you mm-hmm. apparently just like throwing Dude, a claim on this the guy. The drum beat was so long and I didn't care. No, I didn't either. And then finally one day it was like, I need to care. I was like, why do I care about the worst Patriots day three wide receiver? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But all of a sudden it was like, I need to care and I'm so glad. Yeah. Because again, Puka was just an ad. Mm-hmm. Just an ad. Didn't think anything of it. Anybody could have bought him. I probably thought about dropping him and thank God I didn't. <sighs> could you imagine? If you had dropped Puka. <laughs> Dude, no. I probably would have. No, no. I probably would have dropped no. him. If, if I would have picked him up, I no. guarantee you I would have dropped him. Oh, dude, no. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine that. No. You don't want to go down that road. So I'm not saying – we're not saying Mm-mm. he's that good. No. God, no. But this wide receiver class has been so deep at the weirdest like levels. You know, you So weird. Some really good first-round picks, not doing much, and then some – Late day two, day three guys yeah. who are balling and it's awesome. Like I believe in a lot of these guys. It's there's like a lot. There's like not it's not like every player we're talking about has like a perfect profile from an analytical analytical perspective or a film perspective, but there's a lot of guys that are showing like elite attributes at like a couple things, which is just like enough to get excited and have them rise in value. And like Demario Douglas is one of the good those guys because like he's not like giving you eye-popping numbers necessarily, like from like a pure stats perspective. But like like I mentioned, his Peralta data, super strong. Film guys loved him. So mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, when those two come together and like both agree on a player, like it's usually a pretty good sign. Like we'll see if this holds up for the rest of the season, but I'm I'm very cautiously optimistic about Demario Douglas's future. Oh, dude, I'm in. I'm all yeah. in. <laughs> all in. Let's go. Listeners, you're going to get sick of us talking about Demario He had that Douglas. sick, like, diving catch across the middle, yeah, too. Yeah, over the middle. Yeah. Almost had a touchdown. Came up just short. Yeah. yeah no, he's, he's Just giving him, like, yak opportunities, like little, like, screens and stuff where he just, mm-hmm. like, jukes a guy out of his shorts. But, yeah. No, I, I like him. Short Kings. Let's do it. Short Kings. Short King season. Uh, Washington versus the Giants. <sighs> okay. I got some texts. Yeah. I got some texts from the episode last week that I needed to make some comments on Sam Howell because you guys were just kind of going. You 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 guys had nobody to rein you in. Of course not. <laughs> you guys are both Sam Howell guys. Yeah. You had no one to you know rein you in. You know, Captain Mister Negative, which is me. Stin Stin's comment on Twitter that there was a lot less anger on the pod I thought was hilarious <laughs> and like so true. Pretty accurate. I bring the negativity. Yep. Um, the heat miser. Yes, and I, I we just got to talk about Sam Howell again. Revisit because I was hearing Josh Allen being thrown around. <laughs> I was hearing like top ten quarterback being thrown. I was just hearing a lot of wild stuff. Um, yeah, we specifically in the description for the episode which we named like the alpha episode we put sam Howell quarterback eight because we were just hoping you would see that and text us before we, you even started listening i don't think we said quarterback eight but i got texts from that's people how we felt i even hearts. listened i got texts from ryan stin and adam i think that were all like you got a comment on this and i was like okay dude i forgot i'll bring it i forgot josh allen got mentioned josh allen got mentioned. that was burback by the way i want everyone to know josh allen was mentioned um yeah, so I mean, I just got, I got to talk about Sam Howell because I, I do not have the same outlook as you guys necessarily. Like, there, he's doing some positives. He's doing some good things. He's, 
putting up good fantasy numbers. Quarterback 12 on the year. He's on pace for 96 sacks. The NFL record is 76. Mm-hmm. Like and th- like, I saw a tweet that like laid out his college like year by year, like the amount of like percent of sacks he took and like the rank in the FBS. He was always in the top ten. He was, he's always been bad at avoiding pressure and taking sacks, and it's just like continued and mm-hmm. been multiplied in the NFL. And it's not the offensive line's fault. This is a Sam Howell problem. The offensive line isn't good, but it's like it's a Sam Howell problem. He holds onto the ball for so long, like. He, I, I don't think he's done anything to be a starter next year necessarily. Like, I think – I still believe firmly that he – like, Jacoby Brissett will start games this year. The fact that they've already had to come out and say that he's still the starter for Week 8 is not good for my thinking at least. I think Jacoby Brissett's just better than him in general. As we talked about earlier when he was on the Browns, he was he was, he was was balling. He was good for Amari Cooper. He's better than Deshaun Watson. I think he's definitely better than Sam Howell. Like, just – Sacks are just drive killers. Like, and he just gets mm-hmm. sacked at an unprecedented rate, and that's just like not acceptable. Like, the coaching staff is on the hot seat. Like, Ron Rivera is going to be fired. He's the favorite to be fired first in the NFL. So, like, if the Eagles are going to annihilate them this week, so like if they come out and Sam Howell's doing bad, I could see him getting benched this week. Like, I like it's just like so close. Mm-hmm. It's just like teetering on the edge in my brain. And, like, the Giants this week had less sacks going into the game than they did against Sam Howell. Like, they had less sacks in total yep. than they did against Sam Howell in the, in just this game. Like, I I don't think he's done anything to earn a job. And, like, I don't think he's going to have one is my, is my thing. The sacks are a big problem. I was talking last week. I, I did not say Josh Allen. That was, that was a bird back then. <laughs> but I brought up to birds that... You know, Jameis has NFL starting quarterback arm talent, but he has a 30-interception season that's this just black mark on his resume that nobody will start him, even if he has the talent to be a starter. Howell's sack pace is historic. You're right, it can't all be on the O-line. So, like, whatever crazy sack number he puts up, like, it it feels like it's going to be, like, Jameis on his resume. And so, like... He can make legit NFL throws. It's all over his tape. Yeah, yeah. He stands in there because he's not fucking afraid to get hit. That's a bad thing, though, because it just means he's standing in there and taking a shit ton of sacks and ruining drives. Like, he's tough and he runs when he needs to, but whatever's causing him to get sacked so much, it's probably going to cost him his job because the losses are adding up. They started off 2-1, and one, and I think they've lost four straight now. Yeah. Um, and, and they have a hard schedule coming up. Yeah, so like the the more the losses add up, the more and more likely they're gonna replace him or find someone. Like they're for sure finding someone else for next year. Like I'm at that point. Um, I still think as long as he's starting, he can be fantasy relevant for the rest of this year. I mean, garbage time oh, adds up. Oh, absolutely. And I do think he could potentially, even if the Commanders don't go forward with him, be a Ryan Fitz magic type where he's. He can chuck the ball around. He has the heart for like to win over a locker room. So like if a team's desperate for a bridge quarterback like a box Baker Mayfield, he fits the bill. But dreams of preseason him becoming a long term starter for the commanders looking really bad at this point. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, I mean, I, and I think I think all that's fair. Like, I I think that you like are level headed about it at this well, point. Dude, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's he's made such good throws that I'm like, holy shit! There's yeah. quarterbacks that are currently starting who have long term yeah. contracts who can't make that throw, but the sacks are just it, that's a it's a well, fucking. It, problem. I mean, I mean that those throws are what like had Sam Howell in like possibly the number one overall pick conversation for a little mm-hmm. while when he was like a freshman and sophomore. But like, yeah, I think I think. The NFL just like saw a lot of blemishes, like the sack rate in college and whatever, whatever else they saw, and it's just like, eh, I don't know. Well, yeah, and he fell to the fifth round. So I was like, hoping Terry and Dotson would like elevate, yeah. And they've been there. Like Terry's good. I still think Dotson's good. He's not utilizing him. Terry's yeah. not been insane. Like I don't know. It's it's yeah. obviously not gone as hoped for. Quarterback twelve is. I, that is exactly what I was hoping for. So, like, yeah. that part of <laughs> the funny. fantasy yeah. equation, because, like, we're, at the end of the day, we're playing fantasy. We're not playing NFL. <laughs> well, who was the... Not was playing the, school. Yeah, I'm not playing school. Jones. <laughs> Jones instantly thought of that. Come here, football. I didn't come here to play school. <laughs> come here to play school. Quarterback 12, I'm happy with. Um, sacks are going to have him, you're right, lose his job. Yeah. I got Jacoby to back him up, so I guess I can survive it. But yeah. I was hoping how it was going to get... Yeah. A long-term deal because, God, the arm talent's there, man. I, mean, I hate no, it. I, I hate no, it. No, I, I, I agree with Because I agree with you, though. And, like, last week I was starting to say it. Yeah. I don't know if anybody needs to, like, listen back to the episode, but I was like, oh, fuck. I think no, J- two weeks that, ago I for sure remember you were sitting there and you were uh, like, there's, like, something's not right here. And then last week you guys were just, like, jerking him off. So I, I oh, we had like, to. Yeah, no, like, I know. Come on, I know. Dad's I know. gone. I know. Like, come I know. on, Daddy. I get it. I get it. You have to. I mean, just wait until... People hear what we do to Puka here later, but yeah. yep. <laughs> I mean, I will fight anybody who pushes back. But uh, anyways, um, Giants. Oh, okay, no, I just needed. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, your go. thoughts on Dotson because we didn't get those last week. So. Yeah, um, I want to save. Actually, I want to save Dotson from when we talk about Pickens. Oh, okay. I don't know what. Okay. I. That's okay. I want to save him from when we talk about Pickens because. They were like the same to me coming out of the rookie season, and I just want to use range of outcomes when we talk about oh, okay. both of them. Okay, so um, you were wrong. Just no, no, I I was wrong no, about Pickens. No, keep going, keep going. No, no. We'll next talk game, about next it. Game. We'll go. That's in three games. Beehive. Uh, is Terod Taylor better than Daniel Jones? Yes. <laughs> Easy answer. All right, move on. Atlanta Tampa. I'm just kidding. If you have Darren Waller, you want Tyrod out there. Uh, I want Waller to have two healthy hamstrings, but yes, oh, I also want Tarot out there, and I think he will because Daniel Jones is still not clear for contact. So Saquon's back. Yeah, dude, that, that that touchdown catch was sick. He's yeah. just like outran dude, and then just like whoop, yep. see ya. <laughs> Love it. Um, he hyperextended his elbow, but he's he's all right. He'll be I fine. Didn't see that? I hate that. He was questionable but, or uh, limited today, but he finished the game. Um, High had a couple nice deep catches, but. He has an 8% targets per route run on the year, which, like, I didn't like Pickens and Dotson for their, like, 15%. I will despise Hyatt for his 8%. So I'm just going to get ahead of that right now. I just don't like that he went with 13. Like I think it's better than, like, 84. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, 100%. You don't. You just don't want to be with Odell. Odell. Yeah, like, that's just tough. That's, mm, no. They should have retired 13. Like, yeah. they really should. Like, he had only, like, five, four or five years, but, like, they should have done it. Yeah. yeah. Instant. Nobody can wear thirteen. After that catch, they should have. I, I honestly, wow, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Mid game, just hang up, the, just take it off, hang it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Atlanta versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Bijan Robinson's headache screwed a lot of people over. He wasn't feeling good. 
wasn't feeling good. Hottie lost by less than a point to Adam, and he had Bijan playing, <laughs> and he's competing, and Adam is blowing it up. Everyone was so confused because yeah. that was the headache was not said before the game, right? No one had any idea. Mm-mm. So the NFL's investigating it. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. They're like, did you know about this and just not tell anybody because fantasy owners like, are pissed <laughs> and uh, gambling markets are pissed, which oh, is much more important. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> those are just that's fantasy owners, but like on steroids, on steroids, yeah. uh, and cocaine with but, roid rage. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I really like for the vast majority of this game, I thought Arthur Smith was just being an idiot and just like playing Cordell Patterson mm-hmm. as a running back. So he's just like, oh, I feel like it. Like fuck fantasy managers and like he kind of came out today. I think he like I still am not fully buying this headache thing. Like, I still think like he might have been doing this bullshit because like fuck Arthur Smith. What the fuck was with that last carry? What the fuck exactly was with that? Exactly. That was the most random thing. That was just a little fuck you. I uh-huh. I legitimately think Bijan was fine. Like I almost. 80% of me thinks Bijan was fine. Well, now all the listeners who have Bijan, all the listeners who have London, and all the listeners who have pissed, we can all come together, hands in the middle, and say, fuck you, Arthur Smith. Like, yep. let's get a fire Arthur Smith chant going at the Falcons game. Mm-hmm. I, listeners, I know you're out there. Let's make it happen. I think Arthur Smith is, like, dumb enough to, like, legitimately try to, like, screw fantasy so hard that he like cost himself a job. Like I think he like is just like I'm gonna just gonna fuck with people because mm-hmm. I'm an asshole and a piece of shit. But um, and they won the game, so like that's the shit part. Is Arthur yeah, no, Smith no. can do all this stuff and they won they, sixteen to thirteen. Like, yeah, come on. But if they make the playoffs, then there's the case of let's bring them back. If they don't make the playoffs, then it's like well let's clean house and actually utilize our first round picks. So God. Um, but I mean he should be fine moving forward, Bijan. I mean unless unless Arthur Smith is really like like even worse than I thought. Or unless he's Percy Harvin, which that was a constant migraine thing with him. So Oh, that would be so bad. I yeah. forgot about that. Like mm-hmm. just randomly all of a sudden you'd get like the update midweek, like Percy Harvin dealing with a migraine it was like Yep. Oh. Not happening. Just like as a human being having like a normal headache. Totally. Being just out of just commission. Dude, if I feel like anything in my brain, like any, any like brain freeze. Yes. Like, anything. I'm like, give me, ice cream give me, fast. give me something. <laughs> like just like shoot, shoot me. me up. Yeah. <laughs> no, with a gun. Shoot me. <laughs> just end it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the Tampa Bay, this is the team that I was talking whoa, about. Whoa, though. whoa. Oh. Langer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you see that two yard catch by Kyle Pitts? Okay, yeah, that was actually sick. It was insane. Like, he has the opposite of Kenny Pickett hands. It was basically like the Bijan catch, like, a couple weeks ago, where he had to, like, reach, because Ritter is so bad. He had to, like, reach around behind him and, like, catch on his back and, like, whip it around. Yeah. Dude, he's got some mitts on him, though. Like, it was Richard freshman year, Ireland football league. (laughs) Sweater vest. Championship games (laughs) in a sweater vest. Just throws the mitts up and just snags that game-winning touchdown over... Like, out of Brady, Shane, and Jared. Like, it was absolutely ridiculous. But it's just a uh, glimpse in the future. Pitts is going to be sick. I just, Langer, we can't. He is. We can't skip over any time to hype I, Pitts. Dude, I but hope Burbeck's he, not here, okay? I, you're right. It's a safe space. I hope he gets traded so bad this offseason. Just like Roll Johnny, Arthur Smith. Just no, roll see, your boy. I hope it's Arthur Smith, Ritter gone, bringing fun offensive coach, good quarterback. And then it's like sure. all the weapons are humming now. But what know? if 
he what if like the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and he goes to the Chiefs? Well, of course, yeah. There, <laughs> and oh, wait, and Kelsey retires. Or the Cowboys thing, you yes. know, and like oh. that was a or the Chargers. Yeah. So imagine how sick he'd look in powder blue. Gosh, but imagine if like the equivalent of C.J. Stroud enters the Falcons in like the next two classes. <sighs> you know, you know what I'm saying? They're not gonna be bad enough though. That's fair. They're just not. That's fair. Like they're gonna draft like a Kenny Pickett. What about like, fuck McCarthy or something like JJ McCarthy? You know, yeah. I like JJ Penix, Penix, Junior. I'm not sold. Not sold. But they could be that like you know ten to twenty yeah. Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, where those quarterbacks never pan out. But totally. like that's where they'd be drafting. Totally. Uh, moving to the Bucks. This is the team I was talking about. That like I am never excited to talk about I the don't Bucks. Care. Yeah. It, right. Mike like they, Evans, he's the man. Ex- that's it. And it's just like he doesn't excite me though. Like he's like he's a thirty. 31-year-old wide receiver, like, ugh. like they have nothing. They have nothing exciting. They have no future. Like, Evans is solid. Like, there, there's just, there's nothing about the team that, that gets me just, like, excited to write this show sheet. So, I mean, Evans is having a strong season. Godwin's whatever. Like, nah. Like, that just is what it is. Yeah, it's what it is. I don't know. Um, Rashad White six catches later. I don't know. Like, no, I I I I hate Rashad White. I don't care. No, he's he's no. It's 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 he's not good. He's still not good. Like you saw thirteen carries for thirty four yards. He's not a good running back. Like he had a nice little receiving day, but it's no. I it's just painful for me to talk about the box because it's they're just so boring. So we don't have to. Cool, cool, cool. All right, we'll be right back with uh, Arizona Seattle. All right, we are back. Arizona versus Seattle. What is going on with the Cardinals' backfield? This is so dumb and annoying. Two weeks ago, Amari DiMercato was the waiver wire hotness, mm-hmm. and he barely saw the field, which was hilarious. Keontae Ingram came back and just took everything. But then this week, Keontae Ingram didn't even get an offensive snap, and Amari DiMercato was an absolute workhorse. 80% snap. Yes. So it's just, what are we doing here? I, I, don't, I don't know. How much longer is James Conner out? Two more weeks? Two more weeks. Okay. I mean, um, you don't want to play either one of these guys ever. No. For sure. I mean, DeMarcado is the only option at this point. Like, Ingram's, you can't. Mm. I mean, I feel like you're going to play DeMarcado this week, or some people are going to play him, and it's going to be Damian Williams or something stupid like that. It's just, I don't know. It, it's it's just weird. It's just wild how, like, this just keeps Snip snapping. Snip snap, snip snapping. Got a green matchup though, Baltimore. So Damn. If there's Ravens a are a green matchup. Guess wow. so, but if you're gonna play DeMarcado, this is the week. Because Cleveland True. is two weeks from now. That is heavy red. So James Conner could be back after that. So mm-hmm. this is the week. Alright, alright. I don't uh, know if I'd start him, but no, I mean I'm not even I'm I'm pulling off Deontay Foreman or I'm not even starting him in the league that I like should be serious. Well, you're trying to tank, I guess. So no, no, not really. I don't I don't have any. Who reason. are you starting over him? Either let me see. It's either Come Pitts. On. Oh wait, who are your running backs? Jalen Warren and Deontay Foreman right now. But yep. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, for Seattle. Okay, Demar Cutover's pits. That were that's sad. Uh, yeah, for us, like talking to Pitts yeah, and being like, "We're breaks down here." Let's talk. That that was sad. Wow, <laughs> I I hate that you just did. Wait, that. Wait, all right, hold on. I could I could play him over. Uh, let's let's see. I could play him. I could mm, Josh Palmer. He just had one hundred thirty three yards. He did. Was she Rice? No way. 
Pittman? No. Those are my three flexes. And then Pitts is in my super flex. Yeah, that just hurt. That hurt, dude. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, for Seattle, JSN had a little breakout game. He went breakout four game. For, four for 63 on a touchdown on seven targets. Best game of the year. Yeah, I'm I'm personally pretty conflicted on JSN. Um, his, his touchdown was like a completely broken play, like a 28-yard touchdown where they just like didn't cover him. Like yeah. legitimately, like I don't know if you saw it or not, but Dang. like – Buda Baker just like completely ran like the safety was supposed to take him and he just like completely ran like the opposite way. So JSN was just wide open. Like he didn't he did nothing special on it. But hey, mm-hmm. got the twenty eight yard touchdown. Um, like his A dot has been increasing, which is positive. Mm-hmm. But DK was also out, so yeah. could just been a product of that. Jake Bobo was a fact. Jake Bobo was much more impressive in my opinion. Um, and you can like take this however you want, like. I I think it's important because both agree that he's been very bad, but he's ranked as a bottom 10 wide receiver in the NFL according to PFF grades and the ESPN wide receiver tracking metrics. So mm. I think there are weird things going on with the ESPN metrics. Like Terry Kill's ranked as like wide receiver 16, which is mm-hmm. very dumb. But just the fact that he's graded so low in both of them and they're both film things. Not good. Like I'm just, I just think it's notable, and he's also just like not doing anything for fantasy purposes. So like, yeah. I mean, for context, Puka has six times already done four for sixty three. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't how'd you how'd you even compare anybody to Puka? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> but could you imagine if you traded him like three weeks ago? Um, Thank you guys for talking me out of that. You're welcome. But yeah, I'm I'm not sold that this is like the start of a real breakout for JSN. There's like a lot more for me that he uh, needs to do. I still like him though. I still like maybe it's just the name. Is it just the name? I think it's the name. It's the name. Because I'd rather have JSN than Josh Downs. Oh, I would too. I agree. JSN then. You can say almost anybody besides Flowers, Addison, and Puka. And I would yeah, agree. that's fair. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of where I got him. Is four. Yeah. But he's not playing like he's a tier behind four. Addison and Flowers, who are a tier behind Puka for me. So he's two tiers behind Puka mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah, the yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted because like he could just end up being terrible, court like like he is in the film metrics. But I mean, I don't fully buy that yet. I'm gonna give him some more time. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see if his role increases when DK is back, but uh, or Jake Bobo alphas him. Jake Bobo could alpha him. He like legitimately has been good with his five three forty yard dash or whatever <laughs> yeah. he ran four nine nine. Oh, he got in <laughs> to the be force. fair. It was raining at UCLA's pro day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yes, four nine nine. Uh, Pittsburgh versus the Rams. Go off on George Pickens, Lennox. P hive. What's up? All listeners are welcome into the Peahive, except for Burbeck, who is probably not even listening to this episode. But if you are listening, Burbeck, he never listens. You are not welcome into the Peahive. He never listens. But the Peahive knows, like Pickens, like he he is he's a dog. He's been that dog. He's going to continue to be a dog. And I feel like we're still light on like the number of insane catches for Pickens. Like he's he's gonna he's gonna add a few more insane catches uh, by the end of the year here, but. The Peahive needs a comment, Langer. They need an explanation. Mm-hmm. I, maybe they need an apology. I don't know. But they need to hear how you're feeling about P because 
George Pickens has been pretty good. He, no, he has been good. He is the wide receiver 19 of the season. And, yeah, he's he's been good. Um, I Like, just to wrap, like, everything in, he, in here, basically the reason I was fading him was his per-route metrics were not good as a rookie. They were not indicative of, of a player that I thought would succeed uh, in the future, or that not even that I think would succeed, that, like, has succeeded in the future according to historical data. And I think that, like, I know that you and Ryan, like, understand that. And you just, like, play into the well, Ryan sold. No, I know. But, like, when you For guys two. are, like, commenting on, like, Twitter and stuff, like, the spreadsheets, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know you guys, like, understand oh. it. But you're just, like, totally, like, leaning into the, the yeah, whole Yeah, I can't read a spreadsheet. What's, the whole what's a bit. spreadsheet? Um, but, like, yeah. Like, people that have as bad of a rookie season as George Pickens do typically do not hit. Of course, that is not 100% factual. Like, that is not a 100%, like... People that are bad as rookies that fall into this camp do not 100% of the time bust. It is not a foolproof system. There are outliers like Michael Pittman, Colton Sutton. And now George Pickens seems to be on that track. He seems to be the next Michael Pittman, which good good for him. You guys bet on the outlier. It Where looks, was uh, where's Nico in all this stuff? That's for a great God, question. For like a year three breakup. Because like I've I've always kind of questioned that. I didn't like, really focus much on Nico because I didn't actually believe that much. Like I like I thought that he would like he had a really good year two. Let me Yeah, but it's a great question. But like he's it. a guy who like I you weren't overhyping, but you thought could get better year three. He had all a really us, good he had a really good year two. Okay. But let me let me let me find it. But that's uh, Eyeball test on Pickens was always maybe some of the best hands, some of the best body control in the league, contested catches. I think he was the best graded as a rookie in mm-hmm. like the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. And now he's added some yak ability. There was always the Matt Canada arguments. So I don't know. Like I thought the spreadsheets went too far, which is why I was team George Pickens. And he's just, just one of the coolest – like players in the NFL, like he's he's gonna make a sick catch, he's gonna get a penalty, or he's gonna shove a dude, or d- like do a barrel roll for a block. Like he's he's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, no, Nico fell into the same bucket that Pickens did as a rookie. Um, it can happen, boys. And then and then it he, can happen. Then he got better in his second season, which is what Pickens yep, is doing. Is what Pickens is doing. Now Nico's having a full blown breakout in year three. So, so. year three, baby. Wheels up, Pickens. That's when Matt Canada's gone, boys. Hey, it's possible. But yes, like, yes, like you guys, you guys were right. You guys bet on the outlier, and the outlier proved to be right. Like, the reason I wanted to bring Dotson into this is because. so good. One more time. You guys bet on the outlier. Yep. The outlier Uh ended up hitting. Yeah. That was it, boys. That's the apology. We got it. You could have also bet on other noted film stud and rookie sensation Jahan Dotson, who also fell into this camp, and also love see him. how that worked out. Still love him. Okay. Um, do you actually? I'd buy him, yeah. For what? Late second. Okay. Um, fine. But, like, regardless, if you had bought into Jahan Dotson, you would be extremely disappointed right now. Like, mm-hmm. And I was more confident probably in Dotson this offseason. Oh, I was. I was too. I was too. Because he was a first-round pick versus a second, whatever. Hit rates just at that base level are better for first-round picks for a second. But, yeah, like, so Michael Pittman, Kenny Galladay, and Corlin Sutton were, like, the highlights of the tier that George Pickens fell into. He seems to be doing well. Nico Collins seems to be emerging from there. Jacoby Myers seems to be emerging from there this year. 
Um, like they're like guys will hit. Pickens seems to be one of them. So that's awesome. Um, for people that bet on him, I was obviously not one of them. But yeah, I mean like Jahan Dotson is cratered. Like his value mm-hmm. is tanked. Like oh, he's yeah. he's he's not it. Like he's he's not for like I'm now I'm out. Like I'm entirely out. Like he's just he's just not it. But um like the fact that he was that bad as a rookie and now is even worse as a sophomore. That's bad. <laughs> like he's like so much worse. Like he was bad, and I didn't like. I was like, that's why I traded him for like almost nothing last mm-hmm. year. And then I felt like a fucking idiot, and now I feel like better about myself. That I was like, thank God. But yeah, I mean, I there's know. lots that goes into it. Like talent's not the only factor. Quarterback, offense, totally. play calling, all plays a factor. Totally. But so yeah, I mean, like. I just wanted to bring him up in the context because, like, those were, like, the two guys that I feel like I was, like, pretty, like, staunchly against. That was, like, against consensus necessarily. And one of them turned out I was very wrong. The other one ended up feeling pretty good about. But, um, yeah. I don't know. Love and both for, the, both for the same reason. Love for Pickens, the same reason. man. He's so cool. He's He's so cool. 22 years old. Young stud. P-Hive. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. Everyone join the P-Hive. Langer, you can even maybe join. I don't no, know. I'm not Ra- joining, yeah. Ryan, Ryan has to be the, the final say on that one. <laughs> I'm not joining yet. I don't, I'm, not even set, I'm not even submitting an application yet. That's okay. He... But no, he's, he's been a lot better than I thought he would be. Let's go! Uh, Puka Nakua. Is he a top five dynasty wide receiver? I am raising the question. Uh, he had another massive mm. game. 12 targets. Wait, I thought he died last week after going four for 26. You'd think so. You would. I have a list of worst takes, and it's Naku not him Ooh. equals Higbum or something. Ooh. Stin tweet. Ooh. Which, Ooh, that week, he was not him. But every time... He could have been, though. Every time he's kind of faltered a little bit, he's just backed it up the next week. Like, that's that's been the best thing about Puka is... The whole time you're wondering, like it's teetering on the edge, like fifth round pick, this shouldn't be happening. There's all of a sudden this little shroud of doubt, and he just he he backs shoves it, it down your shoves throat. it down your throat, and he's like, "I am a top five wide receiver." Yeah, dude, like twelve targets, eight catches, hundred and fifty four yards. He had a forty four percent target share, fifty three percent air yard share. So he's getting targets down the field, like. We've now seen him be the guy that gets short targets and just yaks his way to a shit ton of fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing him work down the field, convert these insane sideline grabs or just toe taps. I also, love seeing that ever on Twitter. That was so cool. Did you did you watch? I watched all of his highlights from this week. He uh-huh. also had that catch like <clears throat> across the middle where he caught it, just bodied Joey Porter Jr., just <laughs> set him to the ground, ran like an extra 10 yards with guys on his back, like down to the five. Like Let's fucking go. No, he's he's now up to eighty two targets, fifty eight catches, seven hundred and fifty two yards, and two touchdowns through seven games. Yep. The yardage is behind only Jamar Chase for a start for a rookie. And barely. For, yeah, by two yards. Barely. If he would have caught that touchdown that the ground <laughs> forced, he would have been fourteen yards above Jamar Chase. But he tops all rookies in history in targets and catches by a very large amount. Mm-hmm. And is he's truly having the greatest rookie wide receiver season of all time. Like, that is not a joke. He is having yeah. the greatest rookie wide receiver season of all time. Um, I found this tweet from Jacob Gibbs and Josh Norris. who I, I mention Jacob Gibbs all the time. Josh Norris works for Underdog. Um, 
But it could be even better for Puka Nakua in fantasy if the Rams' red zone pass rate evens out. Puka has scored 97.1% of his fantasy points outside of the red zone. So they're yeah. not even... Like, they they don't throw the ball inside the red zone. They have, Kyron was dominant. Yes. Yeah. They have twice as many rushing touchdowns inside the red zone as they do passing. Eight versus four. So, like, that's not normal. Like, that will normalize. Like, Puka will start mm-hmm. getting targets and catches and touchdowns inside the red zone, and he will be even better. And he's the wide receiver four mm-hmm. on the season as a rookie. Yeah. The wide receiver four. And his target share has increased since Cooper Cup came back. It has gone from 33% to 37% since Cooper Cup has come back. Like, Yeah, you didn't love that Cooper Cup wasn't doing much this week. No, this week I hated it. But, like, holy shit. Dude, if, if Puka can put Cooper Cup in a little box. Yeah, he's just like, I'm, I'm your dad now. Sean Oakman meme yes. or whatever. Like, yeah, she like, calls me daddy. Like, what are we doing here? Like, if somebody has him ranked as a dynasty wide receiver three, I can't make the argument against it. Mm-mm. There's no argument that you can logically make against that. Like, bring up his draft capital. You can like you can yeah. easily squash that with what he's done already to prove that like receivers that are even within twenty percent of what he's doing are historically elite mm-hmm. for year after year after year. And so like that knocks that away. And like after you get past draft capital, there's nothing. There's mm-hmm. n- there's no reason to not have him as a top top ten at worst dynasty wide receiver and like. When I was, like, doing all the research for this, I just, like, obviously, I have him. So I, like, became so much more convinced that, like, he's easily a top five dynasty wide receiver. Like, yeah. would you still rather have Waddle? Would, if Dude, if Brady think... sent you that offer, would you accept? Waddle straight up for Puka. Tough. I mean, each... As you're the least... biggest Waddle guy. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, that's why the fact that I'm questioning it means Puka is a legend. <laughs> because... As the weeks go by, no. Like, at this point, after this performance, no. Last week, with, you know, the, again, shrouded doubt, yeah, I would have. This week, I'm feeling no. Like, next week, like, maybe Waddle goes off. I still love Waddle. Think he should be a top 10 dynasty wide receiver. Puka has earned it. How many more times do you think you'll just include Ryan in a tweet that's Puka-related? Endless. Endless. Oh, yeah. Endless. Years. (laughs) It'll be multiple years. Like, I will roast him endlessly but yeah just like catching strays yes like, I, and puka has broken jerry rice's record <laughs> at mn sports at five. age 26 he has surpassed jerry rice's career yardage record <laughs> <laughs> no but like legitimately though like i when i if i was ryan and i had gotten offered like an early ish second for puka i would have taken it too yeah. like no, I, I, I didn't feel good offering it i countered chad the only offer which surprising i've only gotten offers from one team for Puka. I don't know, like, no one else has reached out about him. I don't know if that's because they assumed the price was more than they were willing to pay because everyone was kind of like, he's fool's gold, he's fool's gold, it's going to go away, it's going to go away. I countered with Marvin Mims in a second. Oh, yeah. Negative Chad two point, said negative no, two but if, point two if, points over the if last Chad would have said Mims. yes, I would have been like, yep, you got a deal. That was after week one. Yeah. Have gotten no offers since. So I'm glad because some of y'all could have stolen from me. Mm-hmm. You could have stolen from me. Like I would have taken a JSN straight up. I would have taken a Waddle straight up, which those sound crazy a week ago. But all of a sudden it's like, eh, you probably need uh, that player plus because uh, there's a really good uh, two-minute Matt Harmon clip yep. where he's talking about Puka. And if JSN was putting up the exact same production, how – 
he would probably be the dynasty wide receiver one, and it would take like a first on top of Waddle mm-hmm. to acquire, or a first on top of Devonta Smith to acquire Puka, oh, yeah. which is insane. I saw I saw that, and like he was saying, even now, it's like I don't know if I would take a first. On yeah, top of Waddle. like Matt Harmon was saying, As I don't know if I would stack, take a first. That's on top where of I'm beca- like I'm there now, Langer. Like yeah. you, you've brought up how I was thinking JSN. I really was because yeah. there was the priors and. Puka hadn't officially proven it. There was the Cooper Cup's coming back. What's he going to be? Then it was Cooper Cup comes back. Cooper Cup dominates and Puka doesn't. Like, holy crap. And now it's like, no, they can both coexist or Puka's just the guy. Like, he's, he's, he's the dude, man. He is the man. Like, like Cup's still the man, too. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but. They're both wide receiver ones. The rest of the season, they're both wide receiver ones. Which, like, the, the passing offense is so condensed. I think 70% of the Rams targets are going to two players. Which is just like unheard of, but like it makes sense because like you have Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, which is like, yeah, you're gonna target the shit out of both of these guys. So, like, <clears throat> the the last thing I want to just mention, like analytics, love Puka Nakua, Tate Bros, love Puka Nakua. Like, what is there not to love about Puka Nakua? Like, he has an elite receiving grade from PFF. Great numbers from Matt Harmon in reception perception, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. He's blowing up per route metrics to a level that's never been seen before for a rookie wide receiver. Like, there's there's nothing going suck against fest. him. Suck fest. Absolute suck fest. Yeah. You knew this was coming. He's currently the We're wide receiver coming. 10 on keep trade cut. We are. He's currently the wide receiver 10 on keep trade cut. Well, actually, that was before, the, before be we higher. started recording. Let's see if he's jumped. He was only 13 points behind Olave. He has jumped Olave. Okay. Yep. He will jump Waddle by tomorrow morning. Yep. He only needs 45 points to jump him. He will do that. He will not get to Garrett Wilson, although he should be above Garrett Wilson. Um, next week, he'll be above Garrett Wilson. But, um, yeah, absolutely wild. He is a multiple first type of player. Mm-hmm. Do not sell him low. Yep. So he is he is insane. Um, 100%. This, this is like the most fun Thing I've ever experienced in fantasy football. Just like yeah. riding this Pukunakua wave is absolutely wild. Yeah, dude. This is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Like, I thought I made some bad decisions this offseason. Like, trading away Dotson and Christian Watson and stuff like that. And to, like, kind of have those going the way they're going. And then Puka just to show up out of nowhere. Like, I, yeah, you're right. This is This is the most fun... You don't stumble upon this. You don't stumble. Like, this never happens, ever. I remember being so jealous that I think it was Hadi got Amon Ra in the third. Like, you know, 22 overall, the 3-2 in our 10-man leagues. And it was like, how did you find a top 10 dynasty wide receiver in the third? And now Puka's like, I wasn't even drafted. Dude, yes. No, exactly. And, like, as just, like, for reference, as a rookie, another absolute stud Fifth round wide receiver Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. thirteen games he had seven hundred and twenty yards and four touchdowns. In seven games, Puka's already passed his yardage mark and his catch mark. Like Tyreek Hill, he's already passed those. Like he's blowing the doors off anything that has ever happened. Like it, you're gonna like once this season is done, he's on pace for eighteen hundred receiving yards as a rookie, which is four hundred more than the than Jamar Chase's mm-hmm. rookie record. Like. He could break the all-time rookie receiving record easily. Dude, Jerry Rice, watch out. Jerry Rice. I, dude, like he 
he's he's in uncharted territory for like what a player has done in their career, and he his he should be valued as such. So that is, yeah, damn, Pukunakua, baby, you knew it'd be a suck fest. Yeah, that was a suck. It fest. Deserves to be. Yeah, I think Burback would join in on that suck fest. I think he I would know. too. When when I was writing that up, I was just like, "Holy shit, baby!" I was like, "This is gonna be yeah, nasty. this is gonna be wet." Yep. <laughs> uh, slurp, slurp. Green Bay, Denver. Wait, no, I got oh, one sorry, more. Yes, go quick. Just R.I.P. Zach Evans. <sighs> yeah. There were some, you know, bad takes when Kyron went down. That, you know, it was Zach Evans' time. But he's Doss, Daryl Henders him, and Royce Free him, the Alpha Evans. So RP and peace. And it's official, he did get bodied by Kendra at TCU. No, that happened now. Fuck. Fuck. I don't agree. (laughs) Kendra's not doing shit either. Um, He got so Alpha. No, but I am super, super upset that they can just like sign Daryl Henderson off the street and call up Royce Freeman from the practice squad and they'll both play in front of Zach Evans. Like, that's just not not seems, great. It seems weird. Like, you got this guy's yeah. running back three or whatever, and then all of a sudden it's time for him to step up and just like, no, never mind. No. No, I don't love it. I for sure don't love it. Um, no, he's dust. He's done. Never I mind. loved he's him gone. so much as a prospect. And, I mean, once he got drafted in the sixth round, I was like, ugh, goddamn, it's probably over. But, like, then I got hope this week, and then it was ripped away. So. It's gone. It's dope. And now it's now it's officially dead. It's dope. Um, Green Bay, Denver. I said a few weeks ago that we can be confident that Jordan Love isn't bad, but I'm reversing course yeah. because holy shit! Ever since I said that, he has been like worse than Zach Wilson. <laughs> like he is yeah, yeah. so bad, dude. It makes me so happy. He is <laughs> not the future of the Packers no, or any not. franchise. No, he's not. He is a dying asset in Dynasty. Sucks to suck at him. It's over. It, it's legitimately over. You have this season, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Sean Clifford could start games. Like he is that bad. Like he is so so bad at football. Like it is over. Mm-hmm. He can't complete a pass. It's mm-hmm. it's done. Jordan Love is done. It's over. The Packers suck. Yeah, Adam, you and your franchise deserve 20 more years of Christian Ponders or Mitch Trubisky's or Jordan Love's. Like, that's what you guys deserve because the rest of the NFC North has had that. I think it's All kind of, of Aaron Rodgers and all of Brett Favre. It's kind of poetic that Jordan Love gave them, like, a little smidge. They were like, oh, yeah. just, just have a taste of hope. Oh, oh yeah. And then, oh, oh wait. We have, we have a third Hall of Famer. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to trade everybody. Adam, I don't know what you traded for Jordan Love, but... I'm sorry. It's over, dude. Jordan That's Love tough. is done, dude. He's a dying asset. I mean, hey, we were all there. Adam, we were with Adam when yes. Jordan Love got drafted. And, Adam, you knew in that moment it was a bad pick. You knew it. Burback has the video. Yep. It's really funny. You just sink in so the couch. Funny. You knew then. It's Green Bay, so you convinced yourself. Like, we only draft winners. We got another you winner. He sat just like Aaron Rodgers behind Favre. He sat behind Aaron Rodgers. He learned. That's all no, hard. he's terrible. It's done. Rip Jordan Love. Uh, Denver, Javante Williams. He had his best game of the year. 15 for 82 on the ground. He also had a touchdown called back. Uh, oh, a holding penalty. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went through 14 through the air. Looked good. Looked good in the process. I don't know. Ryan, Ryan was tweeting about Javante last week. So did you guys dump on him? I was like, oh, man. I, I, I guess I don't know. I, I feel like I am not. Out on Javante, I kind of, I, 
I was the only one of us who had him in my top 10 for 2024. So mm. I'm excited for his future. Um, I definitely would I not. I think we talked have... up McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Okay. McLaughlin. Mc... Yeah, no, I do remember that now. Yeah. So I think just because we talked him up. Um, no, I mean, Javante can still win over this backfield. Does he have one more year in his rookie deal? Or is he this three? is your three. So he has one, one more year. More year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I He's think, young. And next year was always kind of the hope, you know, like because this significant of a knee injury, the first year is usually just not as good as they will become. So if you're a Javante guy, it's for next year. I'll be a believer. Like I, I think it's worth potentially buying now in Dynasty to have him for next year. Risky at the running back position because totally. anybody can get hurt at any moment, but – that's something I'd potentially be willing to do because what's he's, if he's year three, 23, 24. Yeah. yeah, and he was so young coming in. So, yeah, he could play well two years off the injury in a contract season and then sort of become the Josh Jacobs type. So, I don't know. I'd be buying. I'm hopeful. I don't think McLaughlin or P. Ryan's like that special. So, if Javante still has it post big knee injury like i don't know he's got a chance like it's possible it's possible um chargers versus kansas city chiefs austin eckler i feel like he has to be injured because it's just he has not looked the same so he went out played through another ankle injury so he once again uh twitter doctor saying he he tweaked his ankle not as bad I don't think he'll necessarily miss more time, but full practice. Today. Apparently, Josh Kelly's only good when Austin <laughs> Eckler starts because I I cuffed Eckler in a redraft, played Kelly weeks two and three, and he was fucking terrible. <laughs> so like, what the hell is this about? You know, this week he forty five yard touchdown. Yeah, forty. Like, what is this? <laughs> so I, Eckler, just get healthy for the playoffs. Like, I still think he can be good, but. What the heck is like? It's it's terrible. But there is a Chargers guy we need to bring up because Josh Palmer is alphaing him. Oh, he is. We need your comments, Langer, because I sent you a list yep. and burbs of wide receivers. I think that rookie wide receivers, you can make a case to have them over QJ and <laughs> Dynasty right now. And again, we're halfway through the regular season <clears throat> for fantasy. Yep. Here's the list. Yep. And I just want you to tell me if you think QJ should be above any of these guys because. These are the guys I think have a chance to be hired. Mm-hmm. Puka. Obviously. Flowers. Yep. Addison. Yep. JSN. Yep. Tank Dell. Yep. Josh Downs. Yep. Rushy Rice. Yep. Marvin Mims. Close. Jaden Reed. Mm, close. Michael Wilson. No. Demario Douglas. No. Those are the 11 guys, okay. And then, so all 11 of those guys have scored more fantasy points than QJ. And then on top of those 11... These guys have also scored more fantasy points. Jay Bobo, Trey Palmer, Jalen Hyatt, Dontavian Wicks, Jonathan Mingo, Trey Tucker, Darius Davis, who is a different Chargers rookie wide receiver, and Tyler also Scott. Also from TCU. Are you serious? Yeah. So QJ is the wide receiver 20 right now in this class. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's done, but there's no chance I would trade for him. So I'm going to let someone else either take the W or take the L. You know, like he could come back 
this was a great buy low window. I'm just going to let somebody else capitalize. Oh, whatever team he's on right now, it's, you're, you're holding. You can't sell because nobody wants him. You're not going to buy because you don't want him. So it's like he's, he's, he's like the most obvious hold of all time. And he has more upside than like most of the guys you mentioned. So like what's the point in selling him for a Dontavian Wicks or a Michael Wilson or a Jalen Hyatt who has been – What about Josh Downs? Like, yeah, I, I'd sell him for Josh Downs. I said that. Marvin Mims? That's a question. Yeah, that's a question that. for me. Okay. That's a question. Yeah. He has – Negative 2.2 fantasy points in the last three weeks. Yes. At least Q doesn't have negative points. But, like, I, yeah, I mean, it, the vibes are bad. He was always a twenty twenty four play. Like, he always was. Like, yes, he got thrust into this role by Mike Williams' injury. It's not working out necessarily this year. Chargers, I don't think, were banking on him for this year. They've mentioned that in, the, uh, in press conferences and whatnot. Like, Herbert's mentioned that, but... Yeah, I mean, he needs to step up. Like, it, it, it is what it is. Like, he's not living up to expectations. It's not great. I don't love that I invested in him in both leagues. I'm glad I got rid of him in one. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I'm not going to go sell him for receivers that are, like, doing just as bad without, like, tied to Justin Herbert with first-run draft capital. Like, he was such a good prospect, in my opinion. That, like, no, like, I'm not going to go out and sell him for these guys that are just, like, mildly outperforming him. At the moment. Like, there's just, like, no point in that to me. There's there's mm-hmm. no upside in that to me. Like, if I'm going to bet on a guy, I'm going to bet on the guy tied to Justin Herbert on the Chargers offense. Like, yeah. With a much better prospect profile, first-round pick. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to ship him away for, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's flip to a rookie wide receiver you do like. Rashi Rice. Oh, I do love How Rashi Rice. How are you feeling about I do love Rashi, Rashi Rice, Rice yes. right now? Yes, love him. Chiefs wide receiver one, hands down. Um, I wanted last week. I wanted to talk about Kadarius Tony. I missed it, unfortunately. I heard you guys bring him up a little bit, but I don't like. Are you on the same page? Like he's just like purely a gadget guy. Like he's just, like he's just not gonna be the guy that like people wanted him to be. This is my comment on Kadarius Tony. Years one and two, whenever he touched the ball, he looked different, and so it was a f- full eyeball test. This year. He has not looked good ever touching the ball, like, so far this year. So, like, I don't know what happened. He did have, like, the injury coming in, which he yep. played. He played. Yep. Burbs, I, I won that you bet. You won the bet. Won the bet. Won that bet. Played, played 3% of snaps one week, but you won the bet. <laughs> so maybe that's a factor, but I also, like, the Chiefs, yes, they drafted Rasheed Rice in the second, but I don't think they were drafting him as, like, a wide receiver one. They... They thought Kadarius Tony was going to be their wide receiver one, which makes me feel okay with like, I don't know, my eyeballs were making sense. The Chiefs' comments were adding up. The it, the eyeball test is failing right now. I, he was an eyeball test guy, and he is failing hard. So like, I don't know, like maybe he eventually gets the explosiveness back, but I think the Chiefs are starting to give up on him. Which yeah. Me too. At this point, me too. Yeah, I man. I don't. I don't blame you at all for being in on Kadarius Tony. Like I, I was like mildly in on him all off season. Like obviously, I wouldn't have like gotten him because you already you had him. And like one league, I wasn't giving him up. Yeah, exactly. So it's Other like league, I still don't care. Jake Ferguson, sure. Yeah, oh, whatever. whatever. But like no, Rasheed Rice though, man. Like he, like I loved him in college. Like I thought he was awesome at SMU. Like I like he was a bully. I know he didn't like he didn't profile that well for for a lot of people. But like I just thought he was like a good player. Um, Chiefs drafted him in the second round, so I was like, okay, that just gets the antennas up. I already liked him, and then he goes to the Chiefs in the second round. 
The thing I love the most, though, was that he wasn't going in rookie drafts in, like, the mid-first. Mm-hmm. Like, you would when you had to take Nicole, you had to take Sky Moore in the mid-first. I got Rasheed Rice in, like, the early third round because mm-hmm. nobody liked him in the preseason – or the pre-draft process. Yeah, it's because all the second-round picks, exactly. the Chiefs burned him. Exactly. So, like, people were, like, scorning him because of previous failures mm-hmm. <clears throat> with the Chiefs where, where I was just like, look, if you can just, like – if he's anything – and he's tied to Patrick Mahomes, his value will skyrocket. So, like, why not take the chance in, like, the late second, early third? Like, mm-hmm. I did it in both leagues. So, like, I – it seems to be paying off right now. He's he's playing really well. He's second in the NFL in targets per route run, sixth in yards per route run. He's, like – he's slowly gaining more playing time. Like, he's better than every receiver on that roster. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Chiefs are finally realizing that. He's – so sick at Yak. Like, he absolutely annihilated a guy this week. He just, like, yeah. lowered his shoulder and ran him over. He had a 37-yard catch on the sideline. He had, like, a – he had what could have been a 90-yard touchdown down the sideline that, like, he just missed outside of his grasp. But, like, dude, it, it could happen any moment now where he just, like, absolutely explodes and he's, like, untouchable. So, like, I mm-hmm. absolutely love Rasheed Rice. Like, yeah. He's he just got, like, that, that dog factor, man. He's just got the dreads. He's got grills. He's just, yeah. like, Dude, I remember <laughs> when we were going over rookie wide receivers, I was yeah. nervous because he played in a weird conference, SMU, mm-hmm. that he was such a bully in, like, a lower yeah. D1 conference that I was like, totally. I don't know if this translates to NFL because those are men. Totally. It, it's looking like it will. So, like, if he's that same bully, like, holy shit, that's going to be fun. Yeah, dude. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm super excited about Rasheed Rice. And, like, yeah, I would take him over QJ. Like, 100%. He's, he's like, what, we'll, 1,000%. We'll, we'll do the rookie redraft next week, and, like, he'll go a lot higher than he did. Because, I mean, I'll just take him higher. Because, like, like, I don't know if you guys – I don't know. It sounds like you're kind of in on him. I don't know no, about man. Burback. Burback has kind of been wishy-washy on him. No, and I would have picked him uh, – like, we made that trade, and with one of the picks – you picked Rice. Yeah, but you got Laporta. So. Yeah, exactly. No, that's why I'm happy I made the trade. But if yeah. it didn't happen, I was going to take Rice because yeah. I kind of was on the same wavelength as you. Like, I like him. I like the situation. Yeah. I'm, it's a big risk. So, like, third yeah. round pick. But it's but like, why not take the shot? Like, take the shot. You're taking the shot on the ultimate upside. Yeah, so take it's the like, shot. And I could have, like, it, it hasn't paid off for, like, fantasy purposes because otherwise you're 40 on the year. But, like, he's a rookie. Like, Andy Reid rookies typically don't do anything, but he's, uh, He's doing a lot. He's already way better than Sky Moore was as a rookie, and he's only played seven games. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all that matters. Uh, Miami, Philadelphia. Tyreek did Tyreek things. He's a god. He's the only guy that did anything in this game. He mm-hmm. went 11 for, what, 88 and a touchdown or something? He just Yeah, and on that touchdown, it was so awesome. Like, you just <laughs> saw Tua throw it up, and Tyreek just runs it down. They had three guys, like, spying him. Like, mm-hmm. they had the corner, they had one safety, and then a deep safety. Yeah. And he just outran... Everybody. Like, he, it would, it would be so fun to be Tua because, like, you don't need to throw it to necessarily where Tyreek's going to catch it. Like, you just need to throw it outside of the range of the cornerback. You know, like, if the cornerback can't catch it, Tyreek still might chase it down. Like, Dude, good odds he will. I saw this one screenshot from, like, a, it was, like, a behind the – it was behind Tua. It was, like, an angle. And mm-hmm. it, it showed him. It, like, showed where he was aiming. And I showed where Tyreek was. And it was, like, holy fuck. How can you, like, time this out? Because, like – he was aimed like fully this way. Tyreek was like barely in his line of view and he threw it. And Tyreek just like ran yeah. and caught it and cut up field. And it's like That's so dope. You like he just knows how fast he is. So you, you don't like see Tyreek and throw it where he is. 
He threw it like 20 yards in front of him, and Tyreek just like ran and grabbed it and kept going. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Now, Burbs was right. He should absolutely still be a top five dynasty wide receiver yeah, until we was. see any sign of decline. Like, that is, he absolutely should be because the speed isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. McDaniel is the perfect play caller for him. So, yep. until we see something, injury or, uh, God, please not the hip. The speed's still there. He's he's yeah. got. And we talked we talked about Puka having the best rookie wide receiver season of all time earlier. He's having the best receiver season of all time right now. Like he hit since nineteen sixty, he is blowing the. He has seventy more yards than any other player has ever had through seven games. Uh he is just absolutely dominating yep. at the wide receiver position to things that we have never seen before. And it, yeah, like he he came out and said like he'll retire after his Dolphins contract. That's. This year plus two more years at least, and like, and if he still who fun, knows if he's gonna hold he on. He doesn't to that. want to start his point star career yet. Not yet. Like, come on, you can be a stallion in your late thirties. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> the jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philadelphia, AJ Brown, he had his fifth straight one game, one hundred twenty five yards. That is yeah. absolutely wild. They tied an NFL record with Calvin Johnson and Calvin Johnson and Pat Studs. Still, that's a sick name. I'm gonna look up his highlights. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, he's a monster. A.J. Brown is going off. Yeah, he's so sick. Alfing Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is, like, dead and gone. Oh, oh. He's say dead it. and gone. Lager, say dead it. Dead and gone. Holy shit. He's the wide receiver 33 on the year, and it was about this time last year where I made that same mistake, Langer. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a mistake. I think, you don't think so? I think last year was a fluke. A.J. Holy Brown. shit. AJ Brown, was here so AJ Brown is so much better than Devonta. Devonta Smith's good, but he is not one A one B. He is one two C. That is like what Devonta Smith is. Like he's he's a very good player. Mm-hmm. He is not AJ Brown. They should not get. He does not deserve the amount of targets that AJ Brown gets. He is not good enough to do what AJ Brown does. Like all the bullshit all offseason that he is like better than AJ Brown. Like you should have Devonta Smith ranked higher. He's younger. Like he had more targets than him. The Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. that is absolute fucking bullshit. AJ Brown is one of the top three wide receivers in the NFL. He is so good. I hate that I traded him away. <clears throat> it was solely based on situation. I did not think he had this upside in the Eagles offense. I did think that Devonta Smith would be better than he was. Like, he's just he's just not that guy. He's not that guy, pal. He's not that guy, pal. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Burbs. I wish Burbs was here because... Devonta's wide receiver 33 on the year. I called him a wide receiver three in Dynasty last year. It yeah. lit a fire under his ass. He finishes the Dynasty wide receiver nine on the year. Out of seven games, guess how many he has more than 50 yards? Two. Two. Bingo. I mean, that that's what I guess from a shitty-ass receiver. Exactly. Like Devonta Smith. Yeah. No, Devonta Smith's yeah, actually... Yeah, Burbs isn't here. He's, he's a... He's a bag of shit, Burbs. He's just a Langer's been dealing with a lot of poopy diapers, and he'd rather have those than Devonta Smith. I call Smith. him Devonta Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> please, please, tomorrow, or maybe even tonight, send a Snapchat in our poopy uh, no, diapers. I'm I'm no, I'm gonna name the episode Devonta Smith Poopy Diapers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh No, uh, like he like okay, li- wait, no, Lang he's not gonna listen to this episode. That's why I'm gonna name it that. Sure, name it that, but then also just send him, like, in our group chat, a Snapchat of a poopy diaper and just say, another Devonta Smith. Because <laughs> he'll be like, what the fuck? And we'll be like, dude, listen, dude. 
Levy just had another her third Devonta Smith of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. But no, dude, he's he's been like so underwhelming. Like there's no other way to spin it. But uh no. I mean I, I do think Devonta's a really good player. Like I'm not gonna actually like shit on him, but uh Yeah, because he's gonna finish top ten after you do. No, I know. I'm That's exactly I'm, I'm mainly joking exactly around. Exactly what but, happened and he has five of his last six games green. Colors guy. He's gonna He's going to ball. He's going to be a top five wide receiver over the last six weeks. I already know that. AJ so. Brown's just so much better than him. It's not even close. Like, it's not even funny. Like, yeah. it's God. Correct. I, you don't kind of me. Um, all right. Next game. La- and last game, San Fran versus Minnesota. Burback sent in a take. And not, necessarily, not necessarily a take, just a statement of fact. Uh, Brandon Ayuk only has two top 32 finishes this season, which is uh, surprising, honestly, to me, because he's been awesome. He's Very surprising. Great in PFF receiving grade. He's been balling in yard, uh, per route metrics. Like, I, I feel like I care less about wide receiver volatility than some people. Like, I want to focus on the spike weeks. Like, Oh, dude, you're talking to the right guy. Okay. All right, good. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, you're right. I have you're always right. been the spike weeks over anything. You're right. Give me the speed guys. Like, floor is, floor is like, Im- important to, a, to an extent, but, like, when guys spike, I, they'll win you games. Yes, I've always said that. I think you can build a dynasty roster, especially. Redraft... To an extent, but Dynasty, when we're playing two or three wide receivers and two or three flexes, if you are good at, I don't know, combining these spike week guys with some high-volume running backs or high-volume tight end or quarterbacks who like put up big weeks, you can still win games when Tyreek Hill scores eight points. Mm-hmm. You can still win games when Brandon Cooks goes... For seven points. But then when they go for 30, when they go for 28 points, you you won. Game yeah. over. Like, it's 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 a knockout punch instead of just, like, a consistent, like, I don't know who's uh, PPR, like, 10 point per no, week you're type so of guy. Right. Like, kind of Hollywood earlier this week. He was sure, like, yeah. Earlier this it's year, great. he was wide receiver 15, but it was, like, a bunch of, like, 12, 10, 10, 15, 15, 9, like... It wasn't winning you weeks by putting Hollywood in your lineup, but like it looked good because mm-hmm. he was wide receiver seventeen overall or something like that. But no, like you don't got to convince me. No, you're right. I, I love boom weeks. Definitely not for Like a DK Metcalf, he's just like a consistent oh. like. No, like he's not. He's not a boom week guy. He kind of hasn't been anymore. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he's like a consistent like eh, like a solid low end wide receiver two week in week out. Like he can give you boom weeks, but like. I mean that that's why on our premium team, like I traded for Devontae Adams, because like he can give you those like he is already has a forty point week this 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 year. Like yeah. Cooper Cup can do it. Jamar Chase gave you a fifty point. Oh, Jamar Chase is the dream. Yeah. Like the dream Tyree is, is to get the guys who aren't the Gabe Davis types. Like Gabe Davis is like a zero or a seventeen. You want the Tyree Kills who are like an, an eight or a thirty. Like a nine or a twenty-five, you know. Like, Tariq's so unfair because he's like almost always a thirty. Always, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's ridiculous. But like Jamar Chase too. Yeah. Like you might get some sevens, but you'll get a forty-five. Like 
That is fun. I love that. You can live with games. the sevens because you'll the forty five wins you games. Yeah, like, yes. and that's why like I'm a huge Waddle fan. Haven't felt like he hasn't been great this year, but I still think Mike McDaniel system. He's gonna have a game with two touchdowns, and those touchdowns, one of them's coming thirty plus. So then all of a sudden that's a forty point week. Like he goes up the ranks, like all that stuff. But yeah, anyway, like I love that. Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. I love that you're buying into no. this. I mean, like, no, I, I, I totally agree, dude. It's like, that's why I don't care about Brennan Ayuk's, like, whatever, like, down weeks. It's like, he can spike. Like, he can spike. He, he can, can absolutely go nuclear. Spike. Like, Brennan Ayuk's awesome, so. And the 49ers are weird because they have so many weapons, but then, like, Debo's hurt and then Kittle's back. Or Kittle does nothing and Debo's great. Or McCaffrey's taking everything and Ayuk's yeah. bad. Or, like, there's just too many mouths to feed. Totally. Ayuk will have boom weeks. He is a ridiculous wide receiver, like, actually watching. Like, totally. the Vikings cornerbacks got torched on some Dust plays. Yep. Uh, for Vikings, obviously you got to talk about Jordan Addison. Yeah. Uh, he went off. He had 123 yards and two touchdowns. Breakout game without J.J. What did Burb say about him? Burback. He's loving it. Yeah, Burback was just talking about how he's a clear part of the offense. Touchdowns are his specialty, which, like, if – if he was here, we'd have an argument about touchdowns being sticky, touchdowns, this, that. But yeah, I, I disagree. I don't think touchdowns are really anybody's specialty. I think that it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're sticky. So like that, that's my. That, I've always been a touchdowns not sticky guy, but uh, Burback has kind of veered the opposite way. So we would have had a little uh, nice little argument there. But he he's been balling. He has six touchdowns for seven games, which is absolutely wild. Like. Hardly any players in NFL history have done that, and I just like he's been he's been really good. He's been really good, but like he's yeah. not in the Puka tier. So no, honest. he's not in the Puka tier. But nobody had Puka pre-draft, so like everyone was kind of in the same like same as NFL. Like four went in the first round. Yeah, JSN, QJ, Addison, Flowers. That was kind of everybody's pre-draft. I was always in on Addison. I was sad to give him up. I was uh, games like this. I was sad to give up Hawk too. Like it is fun to have Vikings when they're getting so yeah, many when targets. Eaten. Yeah, absolutely eaten. And Addison is legit. He is for sure. I I don't know. It, being a touchdown magnet, part of it feels like his skill set does lend itself to being like that that could be something like he's a five plus touchdown guy like i mean one of my favorite like brandon cooks like just so many years he was like five plus Mm -hmm. six through seven weeks is crazy that pace won't keep up but i don't know he's the get open a man beater like if he's he's one-on-one he's getting open um He's got more yak ability than I think he's shown so far. Like, I, I remember watching the highlights and being like, he is Garrett Wilson light, where he gets the ball in his hands and good things happen. He's a man beater. He's got great hands. So I was – I think he was my wide receiver two in this class behind JSN. Replace JSN with Puka. Him and Flowers are close. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know which I don't one I'd JSN. go with now. I don't know, JSN. Then both of them? Or no, sorry, Jordan Addison. Sorry. Addison Jordan Addison. J- JSN, sorry. I don't know where that came from. Jordan Addison. Puka, Jordan Addison, Flowers, 
but I don't care. And then the rest, yes. yeah. That's fair. I, I love Flowers, too, but, I mean, Addison's outscored him a lot of its touchdowns. Oh, it's Jordan Addison for me over Flowers, for sure. Okay. I mean, that could that could also be part of, the, like, the Vikings bias, but, like, yeah, it's definitely Jordan Addison over Flowers. I just think he has, like, more upside. Like, Flowers is, like, a... I don't know. He see, he seems like he's more of like a short area target, like do like That's get fair. the get the catch and do everything yourself after it. Like he he can go down the That's field, true, but like he's not Addison like an intermediate is guy. Doing the route and catching exactly. it on the sideline yeah. for the touchdown. I yeah. get what you're saying, yeah. But I mean like yeah. Addison Addison's balling, dude. Like he, he he's really good. Yeah. He is. He has Vikes six. are back now too. Yes. Like after this win, Vikes are back. Yep. Jefferson's coming back. Yep. Jefferson and Madison are going to be a nasty, like, duo for, like, I could see us bringing back Kirk now. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But if it is, like, uh, any young quarterback, what a dream landing spot for whatever quarterback ends up on the Minnesota Vikings. Like, I hope it's Jefferson and Addison and Hawk. Trevor Kyler. Incredible. (laughs) Fuck yeah, please. Otherwise, I could see us being in that, I don't know. One of these top five quarterbacks yeah. in this draft take them. Not one of the top ones though. No, nope. like not Drake May or Caleb Williams. No, nope. but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's it. that's it. That's it for the pod this week, everybody. We uh, had a good time. Hopefully, all the alphas are back next week. We can do a dynasty uh, redraft for the twenty twenty three class. Oh, Let's see what so there will be. Fun. A lot of takes being thrown out in that one, and I oh yeah, I cannot wait. <laughs> A lot of fun shit going on there, man. But um, I gotta get, I gotta get it up. You gotta get the sound. Yeah, I gotta get sound up. But yeah, uh, it's a good one. A lot of fun. Week seven, baby. Halfway through the regular season. I want to do like a league update at some point here too. Like most of our most of our listeners, we can do a quick run through. Yeah, just uh, you know, are the teams tanking? Are they? Is it working? But the team's going forward. Is it working? Like where are leagues at? I don't sure. know. Most of our listeners are are in our leagues, so I think uh, I think that episode would would be a good time. But that'd be a good hit. Good hit. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, same one. All right, thank you everybody for listening. We're the Dynasty Alphas. We'll see you next week. It's gonna be another Puka Suck Fest. After he goes 10 for 300.